it's, it's funny to me over the summer when these big like blockbuster action movies come out, you know, and you'll read about one movie, one, one of these movies, and it'll say that it costs something like $100 million. Because whenever I read that, I think like, yeah, uh, you didn't need to make a movie with that money. I would have bought a ticket just to see $100 million. <laughs> Like, I feel like that could be either really good or really bad for my mental health. You know, just to hang out with a million dollars. I think a lot of people would use it as motivation. Just to know it's right there. Would be like, okay, attainable. I've seen it, now I can work. I think a lot of people would have that. Like, volumetrically, you'd be like, it's the... I just need these many stacks of 10Ks. Right. (laughs) Right. (laughs) It's possible. It's not that big. It's not that big a pile. It's not that wild. Do you think it would be a briefcase, though? A million. Yeah. No, I think it's a physical, like a big pound. Because like if it's in the hundreds. I think it's a briefcase. Yeah, a briefcase of hundreds? Because 10K is like that. Okay. And like, what are we talking, like uh, 110 Ks? Yeah. 110 Ks. Yeah, that's not wild. You can put that, you can definitely fit that in a briefcase. Yeah. You can definitely. That's not wild. You know what I mean? I feel like I feel like our goal is so much more achievable when you like break it down to that. You're just like ah, only exactly only fucking only two by three. What? You get that of pepper. You have to love it. You have to love each other, bro. Yeah, man. Otherwise, you go mad. It's it's crazy because, like, I met Brian in, like, October of 2019, something like that. October 2019. Are you serious? Are you serious? That's mad. What? Okay. How did you guys meet? How did that? How did Uh, that happen? What's the meet cute? I don't know when. I don't think you were here when I moved. I moved. No, I came and I found him. Yeah. In the mix of the Arnolds and exactly. like the Timberlands. Ah, uh, okay, okay. So I was like, ah, he's already been vetted type right. thing. Right. <laughs> he's cool, you know. You right. Know. That's yeah. so mad. I just thought you knew everybody yeah, forever, talk, man. No, not even, bro. Not even. Actually, uh, most of the guys are yeah. guys in 2019. Interesting. It's, yeah, it's maybe like Alan, um, Tona, Naum, Shanice, Yvonne. Those are the guys I knew before. People who in the, the UK. northern guys. Exactly. What's the people in the north? I, I knew those guys from uni? From uni. Ah, okay. Um, Where'd you go to uni, man? In the UK. In Where? Bradford. When? So so Bradford. Bradistan. Bradistan. <laughs> Big up Bradistan. <laughs> <laughs> also, bro, I swear, I'd just be asking specific, like, cities. I don't know shit about yeah. Bradford. <laughs> I should have Bradford bunched. is, like, next to Leeds. It's in the north. Ah, okay. It's, it's like, uh, between Manchester and Leeds. Okay. The only thing I could know about that is that the accent's probably, <laughs> like... As in, no, what's, no, what's your no. Leeds accent? What's your, like, Bradford Leeds accent? Right. Like, oh, man. wow. The Bradford accent, it's... So Bradford has a lot. It's known for its like Asian community. Oh, that's why I said Bradistan. Okay. So it's like, it's, imagine a northern accent, right? With like a tinge of like an Asian. Did you ever watch? But everyone, but everyone's got it. Did you? But everyone's got it. Oh yeah, like, man. Everyone kind of sounds like that. Like, like the guy from Four Lions who wants to go on the slide, who wants to go to Wild Water. I haven't seen Four Lions. Nah, I haven't seen Four Lions. Actually, that's what I'm looking for. You should watch. I'm gonna plug Four Lions. Okay. I'm gonna plug Luna C, the rapper. He's from Leeds. Okay. Even uh, 
Uh, dialects, another rapper from so Leeds. Of course, you know. Bangers, why do you know? Because, bro, I feel like you've told me about Four Lions. Huh? <laughs> there are a bunch of niggas. From did Leeds you go to school in Leeds? I did not. Okay, okay, that's so specific, <laughs> bro. Shit. I um, I used to watch. Uh, there was a battle rap league. In the UK, yeah. which okay. was quite big. Okay, Lord of the Mics. Yeah. Lord, right. Lord of the Mics. This one was called Don't Flop. This was okay. like, uh, like it. This was like a cappella, long ass, like two minute rounds. And not grime. Like uh, not grime. Necessarily, there was some grime guys who right? Had grime flows, but it was like hip hop style. Like, okay, like how you see like. Uh, like what's it called e, um url right you know like you yeah, see yeah, like yeah, yeah. loaded locks such guys mm-hmm. calico oh, mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. but then they're they're like english dudes so there's a it was more basically instead of rappers you get a lot of stand-ups it would be a lot of comedy like what? a lot of funny motherfuckers <laughs> a lot of a, a, there was a, a much higher premium on being funny okay than in the the other american, loaded the mics and the american leagues was violent like it's like it's, it's like exaggerated violence. Right. The but American leagues. Is this a real thing? Like, is there like an eight mile oh, league bro. somewhere? There's like, like four like, leagues. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you are Battle rap was big and literally huge. eight miles. Eight miles is what brought it back. Oh, so it man. used to be a, you know, like a local thing, like literally this corner, not even this city or uh-huh. town. Yeah. Then like you locks, know, block versus block. Mm, okay. And then the Eminem thing pops. So then people start doing it. So then when YouTube comes around, like, Immediately, it becomes a big thing. That's amazing, bro. But bro, you know, there's a league for almost anything. There's a league for my boy was showing me. My boy was showing me this league for like slapping. There's like a slap league someplace, and it's it's huge. The Russian guys? Is it the Russian guys? The the American guys? Slap each other. It's like no, it's two guys. Eastern European one where it's like it's like heavyweight boxing. So you're holding a thing. You hold like you hold like you know like slap each other. Like arm wrestling. Like one after the other, or yes, like yeah. I slap you, you take turns. Okay, but you're like, like holding each other's you know, like hands. Um, you know, with like one in hand. arm wrestling when you hold like in like right. professional arm wrestling, you right. hold something here to stabilize you, then you arm wrestle with your right. Arm. Now they're holding this shit and then you slap. Yeah, slapping each other. <laughs> Bro, okay, so this one, the one I saw, right, was American guys, and they're just standing, right? They're standing in the middle of a room. So you know the way like uh, those post pre-boxing like press conferences look, yeah, the, the, the way like facing and up and what? It looks like that, but they slapping each other right but they're slapping each other one after the other it's very like bah! yeah like back bah! And <laughs> but also because the niggas just standing up straight right you oh, see them fall yeah. all the time you see them like land it's yeah. like five yeah. guys i know it's like i think it's like become a running theme on the elbow. oh not introducing the podcast like 20 minutes in so welcome guys. welcome everybody <laughs> thank you very much for coming to the, the, need to get the script ready you need to get the intro script ready it's when coming. you start hearing it you'll hear it yeah. and then that'll be that you know, we'll have bro if there's ever a script you guys want to recognize this podcast yeah. <laughs> they'll say we're in the wrong place bro, okay. in a year i see yes you always do this you always apologize after a 20 minutes conversation that's your thing guys that's your thing welcome welcome in Welcome to the Elbow Room, guys. Episode 14. This is the first time I think we've mentioned the number of the episodes. Bro, 14 episodes. Going strong. Congrats, guys. We're out here. We have another special guest in the building. If I ever start producing, that'll be my producer tag. Listen, listen. Was that an exclusive? Was that an Elbow Room leak? Only on the Elbow Room. No comment. Only on the Elbow Room. 
What's up, bro? It's just yourself, Malcolm. Talk to. Oh, it's is that rain? Yeah, that's yeah. Rain. I rolled up your windows. Oh, you're a legend. And I didn't even think it was gonna rain. I thought it was not like four hours to go, bro. Anyways, um, <laughs> how much of a problem is rain? Does it just sound like mild static in the back, or is it like? Nah. So there's it. It will be. You'll know it's rain. Like yeah. on your mic, we'll know it's rain. On this mic, we'll know it's rain. But but it just kind of these like things are more like when you remove background from mm. this or whatever. Mm. Rain is one of those things it's prepared for. Okay, so okay, yeah, like correct for rain. So we are okay, we good, we good. But if it gets, you know, our, our you know, the balls, the, the raindrops are like this. Yeah, yeah. bro. <laughs> right. If it hails, if it hails, you get away. You think it's got me? <laughs> also, bro, I should stop asking you guys about your production, bro. I feel yeah, like please, I'd be uh, like, go for it, go for it. <laughs> I pick behind the curtain. No, bro. Oh, honestly, my favorite thing about showing up to things like this is just not knowing and not and caring. Yeah, kind of and just crazy. showing up, bro. Showing it's up, really good it, it's so much here. fun, bro. Sick, bro. Well, we're here with that Malcolm guy, with the man himself. Man yeah. like Malcolm. Thanks for having me, guys. Award-winning filmmaker. Award for reading, I think it was. Crazy. Oh, bro, I got a film award, by the way. Did I tell you? One like this, by the way. One like this, but like that by your friend after the reading award. You know, got a f- uh, legit film award. for real. For that's, real, that's the progression we're talking about. <laughs> Not yet scripted. Growth. You're gonna start hearing a script. My man had a reading award. Oh, now <laughs> I got a film award. That's growth. Next step, the Oscars were in here, guys, and a Grammy. Listen, <laughs> and a Grammy. listen, Ooh. listen. Hey. I was talking with the boy, an egot. 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 but the Tony, I'm not so sure, bro. The Tony, I'm not so sure. I'll write you a play, bro. I'll write you a play. I've been missed. I haven't been to a play in like five years, Same. and I probably like will stare off into the distance over it. Same. Yeah. I'll bro. be like, yo, I used to love it, bro. There's that thing in school when they would take you. Yeah, you don't realize like, oh, this is like the best part of my day. Yeah. So much. I used to really enjoy to to plays. When they get in there, that's the thing. The effort. What do three plays like, bro? Is it like a whole production? What's yeah, happening? Bro, like they would do it for like assembly or for okay. They do like a play. You practice. Oh damn! Yeah. Hey, bro, that's properly like in movies, bro. Yeah, damn. Bro, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Especially uh, for honestly, kids. I'm imagining like Model High, but like in season three. Season three model high with the uniforms. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna. Neither of you niggas is worth sex education. Like no, now I'm saving it. I have a bunch of shows that I'm saving: Succession, The Sopranos, The Wire. Sex education is on there. So I just want to know, bro. How do you also survive like the social media? The not knowing because me one of my worst things is being on twitter and just getting none of the memes and getting none of the i think it's like you said it's the context thing it's like once you don't when you don't have the context and you're trying not to understand right if you don't care about understanding like bridgerton there's only one thing i know about right yeah i miss that too man i miss that i just know there are bombs in bridgerton way over but i miss i miss most of it that dude looks like the little cheeks he looks like a guy i went to school with and also he, he just reminds me of the guy from Harry Potter. Bridgerton like, guy. What's the difference? Bridgerton guy or sex education Bridgerton guy? Bridgerton guy is, 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 uh, no. So, Bridgerton guy just reminds me of the how to get away with murder guy. The guy who was yes, Dean Thomas right. in Harry Potter. Yes, right. So right. Just that, the hype around him and the Bridgerton guy are the same. And he's more attractive than yeah. Bridgerton guy, in my opinion. <laughs> so, it's like, we saw, the, we saw the original, my nigga. So, <laughs> 
this is a, this is a basketball yeah. podcast, bro. We we'll rank everything. Yeah, yeah we do. Listen, yeah, I mean, I'm, that's what I'm dunking on that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, he's a fake dancer. Oh, bro, that's how I ended up even yeah. listening to like Certified Lover Boy. To be honest, I was on Twitter that morning, right? The morning it dropped, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I thought it had already dropped, right? So I wake up and everyone's just tweeting about it not dropping, and then I slowly see it's dropping you know what i mean yeah, when like you, you see the tl like TL, change yeah. slowly slowly and guys are going like track by track and it's a classic <laughs> you know what no guys were like drake hasn't dropped a classic but i, I think that was personally me yeah drake hasn't dropped a classic since more life and I think Americans have a weird relationship to more life. I think more life was one of his strongest projects, bro. Some would say nothing was the same. Was probably his now last, my, like, his what was that? Was uh, if you're reading this after that? Yeah, yeah. I think if, if you're reading, reading this, this was a classic. classic. Yeah, because there's this theory yeah, that this theory that he dropped nothing was the same around the time that yeah, nothing um, was the same. He was still on that whole like I'm gonna be a classic rapper guy. No, 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 the yeah, best, the best. Album. What he was he? Rapper did it. at that point, correct? But, and like nothing was the same was supposed to be that album. You know, it was supposed I to be album of the year. Was supposed to be. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know sometimes the problem is it's not just in your hands. You know what I mean? You do your level no. best, eh? but you don't do it in a vacuum. Because I believe that's when Kendrick dropped. To pimp a to butterfly? Pimp, I think to pimp a butterfly was the next year. I think nothing was the same was 2013. Uh-huh. And to pimp a butterfly was 2014. Because nothing was the same one rap album. One it rap did, album. Huh? yeah. I don't think it would have if it was in the no same year as to pimp. <laughs> if it was the same as to pimp, nah, because, because to pimp a butterfly. Because the theory is essentially like after that, after that, Drake was like, fuck this rap shit, bro. Oh These guys aren't God, gonna. Bro. This Kendrick guy is always gonna be the king of the shit. Fuck well, this rap yeah, shit. Man. It's gonna you be know, a pop star. I think I agree with that. I think I agree that he he decided like let's let me use the rock metaphor yeah mm. like he decided this guy's better at the guitar I'm just right. gonna focus on singing right 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 he just said you know what I have to focus on this one is my lane that he yeah, yeah, man. yeah man. I'll lane. never outrap this nigga yeah, I think it's, it's cool. like a, it's like a Prince and MJ thing like, mm. I, I mean this lane man, and that lane right. but because we're so big in our lanes right. people are going to com- compare us for sure for sure but, but those guys also definitely were like that with each other bro yeah, like yeah, it was very personal like, so yeah, <laughs> like you know I how know people Prince are like hated Michael Jackson bro Prince tried to Prince tried to run over Michael Jackson one time have you have you seen that light skins you wait. know that line okay, where Kanye says something I just want to stop with the Prince Michael Jackson analogy. Who is Drake in that? Drake vis-a-vis who? Drake vis-a-vis Kendrick is the Michael vis-a-vis. Jackson. Drake is not the Prince. No. Do you know what I mean? Kendrick is because Prince. Prince. Kendrick might be Prince. Kendrick, choice. Be Prince. Kendrick is, is Prince. Kendrick is the instrumentalist. Kendrick is Prince. Kendrick is Prince. Kendrick is Prince. Because 100% looking back, right? There are very many people would argue that Prince was a, an even better musician than Michael Jackson yeah, was. Yeah, I don't think there the is things, an argument. You know? I actually yeah, don't think there's an but argument. But Michael Jackson just hit more. He hit harder, you know what I mean? He just had a, a broader audience. And because of that, he lasted longer, you know? That's it. And yeah. even now, I'm telling you if, you, if you go around asking people, more people know about Drake than Kendrick. Uh, sure, for you know, sure, for sure. Around the world, that. whatever, yeah, 100%. You know what I mean? People 100%. might know Kendrick's voice more than his face. 100%. Yeah. Like you might 100%. be able to play them a Kendrick song and they yeah. recognize it, but they 100%. don't know what he looks yeah. like. Like people know Drake songs that they don't even know are Drake songs. Just like Drake is almost, I think, you know the way Snoop has that universal uh-huh. recognizability? Yeah. Drake is, Drake like, is like there. Drake much. is the try hard Snoop. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's the teacher's pet Snoop. Yeah. 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 Snoop is just effortless. Snoop, Snoop gets yeah, invited to shit. Drake goes to yeah. shit. Yeah. Dra- bro, Snoop. Like, there's a video. Snoop of can't Drake, not. Bro. Snoop can't not fucking. 
Snoop will always be okay. Snoop is one of those niggas like cannot who, fit in. He can't not. I don't even know how to Snoop put it. Snoop can bro, sell like, you anything. Yeah. I saw him doing bro, a just anything. Eat ad, and I was like, Yo, why is Snoop doing ads for the UK? Bro, like when I saw him with Martha Stewart, I was like, this guy will never fail. He, can never. he will never fail. Bro. That's the Midas touch. There. It's a compilation of all his promotional <laughs> shit, where it's like Japanese commercials, German commercials, where he's singing German. But I feel like Drake, bro. Drake and him, like, there's that video of Drake where he's at an event yeah. and the the person at the door is like sorry who invited you bro, and he yeah, goes he myself yeah where guys are booing him yeah and then he came on instead and everybody booed him bro. no well the the thing is those camp flow no guys there was no yeah, indication on, towards anyone yeah. yeah they just decided yeah. who it was going to be it's there like was no indication like either way yeah exactly no but it's not this is what i hate about old future fans the same way i hate a lot of rick and morty fans like you're not like you're (laughs) not the biggest rick and morty fan also no but that's the thing it's those things of like there are a lot of people who like it for weird reasons like these tyler fans bro tyler's a fan of hip-hop you know what i mean tyler's a fan of music and a fan of hip-hop he would be psyched to see drake perform You know what I mean? Right. So you are just sick of fans. You just want to appear cool to him. Yeah. If you ever go to another future show, yeah, 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 yeah. the acting going on in the crowd. But, but the point cool. is, like, at least back in the day. Right. But the point but is, know, like, like, I think, guys, yeah, that's what I think. Those guys give us, I don't know, like, those guys give people, give us a chance to be, like, to cover out an identity for ourselves based on what they put out. I think about like growing up being a Kanye fan, right? And watching, I remember when him and like 50 had this thing where they released Graduation and um, Curtis. And Curtis, and Curtis yeah, um, same the, day. Like the battle to, for the streams. Yeah. Right. Oh, have number one. And, sales. and of course, I remember being like, you know, Team Kanye, what? Okay, let's go backpack rap. All right, let's yeah. go, let's do it. Uh huh. <laughs> and then I find out, bro, Kanye's probably the biggest 50 fan of all time you know what i mean but getting into that whole like versus thing i was like yeah fuck 50 fuck all this gangster rap shit at that time i was still deep in the 50 50 fan i was like 50 (laughs) cent is gonna ruin this fucking (laughs) shades wearing mother you know the problem is eh? stronger came out and i was like ah we're fucked this guy is making his stronger I was like the so real game changer? I was like, oh yeah. yeah. But what me, that's what I realized with Kanye. Like that guy, he will, first of all, he'll never make fake music. He'll never make shitty music. And if I ever don't like it, it's because of me. I just don't get it. It's not I because don't it's understand not good music. How he stayed cutting edge for the past twenty years, Bruh. Like, bro. He's literally Bruh. been a game changer in hip hop. He's still he doing weird shit. You know what I mean? He's still doing edgy weird shit. At the age of 40? Very difficult. Very Bro. difficult to do. Very difficult to stay in that mindset. Yeah. But it also shows like he, it's easier for him to get into that. Because he should be, like he's very much at the age where he should be one of those. Oh, I don't know. Yo, what y'all know about? What y'all know about the you know, real rap? Like, you know? <laughs> That's why all these age mates are now. <laughs> yeah, bruh. But also, man, Jay Z has a good at least 10 years on that guy. Give him some time. Listen, Kanye is old as fuck. He's like 47. He's not, do you know what I mean? Like, you know, he's what? 47. Is he something like something like that? Like his early 40s, right? Is he almost 50? No. No, he's not 50 yet. No. So he's younger than 45? Yeah. Jay is properly 50. Yeah, Jay is like 53. Yeah. Banangi. 
That's a that's a crazy one. Huh? Our guys are going. Even Beyonce, Bruh. I saw is like forty one or forty yeah, now. Beyonce turned forty this year. It's so it's so mad, guys. We're going to be listening wow, to like seventy year old rappers. I keep thinking he is. He's only forty four. Forty four. You still that old? But that's old in rap, you know. Yeah, hundred percent. Old in rap, and maybe it's because we don't. Yeah, we have, rap hasn't point. been around long enough that mm-hmm. we have context for what like an old rapper, an old rapper is. is. Yeah. But you get it, man. Like, okay, what's an old rapper to us right now? You know? Old rapper is LL like Cool J. KRS. <laughs> you know what I mean? How old? Is okay, LL? yeah. No, LL that must be like fifty something. That's a retired rapper, bro. Like, what's how old is like an old active rapper who is like Nas? I guess Nas is the oldest rapper doing it. It must be like. It's probably Hove, bro. Yeah, Nas Hove and Nas and like, yeah. 48. But bro, you know when you listen to like, I don't know, 444 and like the last Nas album. I didn't listen to it fully, but I listened to like a couple of songs. Yeah. And I was like, I get it. I see that. I see... What it looks like. Yeah, like, you know. Bro, It sounds Nas, like 40. It sounds like... Yeah. It does sound cool, like you know? an, an album you'd produce at that age. Yeah, and bro, it's great. Nas has, I think Nas, my, one of my favorite, this last one, he just did King's Disease 2. Yeah. is one of my favorite Nas albums. Of all time. Of all time. And you've been listening um, to Nas albums? I've, well, like, not as they were coming out. I think it's a 19 album dip of quality. Yeah, it's, it's, I'm telling you, like, this new shit it's is like probably. Okay. And what do you Maybe think about, what do you think about the discography? Al- but let me put it against the, uh, the ones right now. I, would right. Say, I like it. I think I like it as much as I liked Donda, as okay. much as I liked CLB. Okay. Like, it's, it's a okay. good contemporary album. Right. But right now, it's still great. Right, Big bro. I think I just wasn't listening to Nas in 2021, man. Like yeah. intentionally, yeah. I was not putting aside time to listen to, to listen Nas to in 2021. Nas. I only know. That's I I know just my expectations. I Fair enough. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's <laughs> okay, I'll tell you what. <laughs> I'll work on it. Yeah. <laughs> if you go and listen to this new one, he has a song with with Lauren Hill. Right, I heard that. Oh, yeah, where I she actually raps, which was great. She goes stupid, bro. Just like yo, this is. And she all, you know she only rapped like this because Nas put in a yeah. phone call. He was like, wait, I need you on the track. Yeah. Come and, you know? But bro, no, what I want to know. It's only thing more rare than like a J Electronica verse. Yeah. yeah that's what right. I want to know. Is she like, uh, is she like not recording all this time? Or is she like, uh, who does this? That's a good There's someone who records and just keeps. Doesn't put out. There's someone who has sessions right. and like Prince did that forever. Like yeah. Yeah. something like She's that. She's definitely so like working on music. Or yeah. Dr. Dre, you know, She's like definitely making definitely. stuff. You know, Bro, that verse. There's yeah. no way you can not not be practicing. Just wake up. Just wake up and do it. Yeah. No way. So it means she's been right. Magic writing, I definitely think she's right, been right. writing. I don't think you can stop. That's like how you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I feel like she's been writing. I'm just not putting. But out like, yeah. yeah. Now has she been recording? That's my thing. Is it like she's just like have nine yeah. volumes of notebooks? I'll say or as a musician. Has, yeah? I have eighty GB. As okay, a musician, okay. I'll say <laughs> now. Please, we didn't. We haven't even. You know what I mean? We, we're twenty minutes in. We haven't even. And we haven't even heard as a musician. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't even heard please. any kind of a shit, bro. Go bro. crazy. Okay, so welcome as a musician. As a musician, bro, I'll say right. Fucking. Putting out music sucks, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's really like, like I'm sure there's a point, like I'm still at a point in time where it's very, like, try trial and error, right? I'm still trying f- and to figure out things out. It's very expensive. It's very time consuming, right. energy consuming. There's a lot of stuff that goes into it that's not just the music, you know. And I find like within those cycles, I really like just going back to record you know what i mean just finding like a day in the week to go back to the studio and record mm. and i realized bro that's the part that's for me you know what i mean as a person like fuck the music fuck the the, the, the audience the, the fans with all due respect you know like 
that's the part the reason why i'm like this is why i do it do it you know like right, yeah. all this other stuff is to kind of make like get value out of it for my life yes, and for everything exactly. else but like honestly the first reward the primary reward is just the doing of it and the making of it so i'm sure like a lauren hill is still making music i'm sure andre is still to. making yeah, music andre, you know that's like a, that's the one i was thinking of he makes shit with like, people and then doesn't right he's like a music ruining just yeah dude like a normal sincerely bro exactly, <laughs> what's that thing what what, what does exactly. he play I don't know why it's a recorder. I swear it's a recorder. Looks like a didgeridoo, bro. Looks like a goddamn. He might have made his own instrument. Yeah, bruh. I wouldn't be surprised. Three stacks, man. What a legend. I wouldn't be surprised. That's so dope, man. But there's no way he's not making music. Yeah. There's no way she's not making music. And especially when you're you're that good, you know, it's like you didn't. Okay, of course, talent is talent. Some people have more than others. But to get to that level, you've put in a certain amount of work. Right. So it's like you can't switch that off. Right. It's just who you are. You know what I mean? It's just who you are. You you think in music, probably. You know? You like fucking. It's so dope, man. Okay, tell us, bro. Like, what. um, If you had to describe your music, give me like three words to describe your music. (laughs) Give me me like. Three. Just three words. Three. What you like? It can be anything. What you're trying to do with your music, like right. what you think it sounds names like. Names can be name, name of an one, like name of an inspiration. Right. Or you no, could I say wanna like have a, I Rain, wanna ask him their inspiration Pussy, for sure. and Jay Z. Right. You know what I mean? Those <laughs> right. could be the three right. words. Right, right, right. <laughs> Bro. Man, my music make all of us love music. Listen, listen. Three essentials for life. Bro, my music is goddamn. Man, my music is borders. Rolexes and Broken Luganda, man. Let's Borders, Rolexes, and and Broken Luganda. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that sounds like a tape. That sounds like a tape name. Right? I'm writing that down, dog. <laughs> write it down. That's definitely the name of a very long piece in, like, Vulture about you. You know what I mean? Right? <laughs> Bruh. But, like, yeah. I think that's... Because it changes a lot. And if I play you what I'm making right now... Actually, I have to play you guys what I'm putting yeah. out, like, in two weeks. But it's coming out soon. You heard it, you heard it But man, it's um it changes a lot, but I feel like those are the my like primary concerns, you know. Those are the things that I feel like I can't really get away from. Whether it's when I was making music as Mr. Mankwa, putting out this retouched stuff, right. or the next stuff that I'm putting out. It's always very like I'm very concerned about like sounding like where I come from, you know? About sounding like being authentic. Yeah, because like also my authentic is very different from everyone else's right, authentic, right. you know what I mean? And I think my experience of being a Ugandan living in this Uganda is its own experience, 100%. you know, defined with my culture on different levels, like that shit always comes through, you know? And that shit yeah. is always like fucking jesus christ on a wooden bicycle you know it's always just that shit that like yeah, we all know right. we've all heard we're all familiar with but we've maybe not paid that much attention to because we see those things as things that are local you know as things that are like you know things that we maybe aren't always very proud of right. but me i'm like those are the things that define us dog you know what and I that's mean? facts bro that's 100 yeah. percent because it's like also i think also the the just to add on what you're saying, it's because we see it every day, maybe we don't see the value in it right. all the time. Right. We don't equate that with being contemporary. Right. And like it's just about framing it, it, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just about framing about it. Exactly. And it's framing like what culture is, you know? I mean, that's a big thing for me, yeah. like, what's culture, bro? Like, because I feel like we have a very 
like narrow sense of what culture means and i feel like especially ugandans africans like our sense of culture is very like like matoke and gomeses and you know very traditional very ceremonial very you know the ones we didn't we consider culture to be the things that are like unchanged right exactly instead of like everything that's happening right now like mobile money is that's our culture you know what i mean mean? yeah that's our our experience our existence and like that's where i think like the most value comes from us at least for me as an artist right i'm like if i create something that can speak to that standard standard. we didn't hit the (laughs) microphones like unprofessional but yeah dude i think that's where like the most goddamn i don't know impact can come from like from speaking to those experiences from like making people feel like their thing that they've been through that they didn't think was significant is significant you know it's worthy of being the title of a song it's worthy of being like yeah. celebrated in that way you documented know? it's yeah. important man i think that's really sick bro yeah okay so give us a uh like a short thingy through your journey so you started as mr manko yeah man and it was a joke mr manko was a joke yeah. essentially right but i think honestly all my best ideas are jokes that i just take seriously and like try to like connect yeah. the dots and make happen and Mr. Manko was a joke at a party that turned into recording one song, that turned into performing this stuff, that turned into... Oh, it's raining, yeah? It's raining, raining, raining. Shit. Yeah, bro, do you want to stop and we check the levels? Yeah, maybe. Fire, fire. Everywhere we go. Fire, fire. Murido. Fire, Set a place on. Right, man. So yeah, dude. Like, Mr. Monko was a joke, essentially, right? Mr. Monko was a joke about like goddamn Ugandans not like getting. We don't get like a lot of what people are saying in like Jamaican songs, Nigerian songs, right, Congolese yeah. songs. Like, we just like sometimes we make it up. You know what I mean? Hundred percent. Yeah. A, a lot I, of I mercy do. turns into Nalumansi. <laughs> what you know? And we just like we figure it out, right? And uh, we're making a joke. We were laughing about it with a friend at a party, and I started doing like a bibiraba, 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 bibiraba. And then someone else heard it, and they were like, "Bro, what song is that?" Right? There were a lot of producers at this party, and this one girl was like, "Bro, what song is that?" And I was like, "That's not it's a joke, right?" Yeah. He's like, "Bro, better record that shit." And we even forgot. But the next week, we happened to be at a studio, and this dude was like, "Dude, that did you ever record that song?" So we recorded it, right? And me, in my like filmmaker mind, because I'm still very much in filmmaker mind, I recorded it. Then I started like filling in the story, right? Like, who is this okay, guy? Who is yeah. this character? What's going on? What's happening? And I'd always wanted to call a guy Mr. Manqua. I'd always had this thing, this name, Mr. just Manqua. logged somewhere, right? It was an inside joke with my cousin, and I always just wanted to like create this character and make this story with this guy called Mr. Manqua, right? Okay. Dope. It was like, um, Buju Banton's got this song called Driver A. Yeah. Driver! And it's this whole story oh, about uh, getting no, his driver no, to deliver no, some no, weed. No, exactly. No, so I saw the video and I was like, man, I want to make a thing that's like a five-part music video thing, right? Yeah. About like a gangster, like like a gangster with a top hat like a gangster with dreadlocks and a top and hat, a top hat. <laughs> and you just see him like you know moving between these buildings and he's this like Very mysterious T-Pain. dude right yeah exactly and, like a, a trench coat from, probably uh, you know and, the frog. and like he's like moving between these buildings in Kamocha and just being super like mysterious and what so when we started doing this thing and we made the song and we were like who made the song i was like 
instantly Mr. Manko. Mr. Manko cool. Did. So like the story starts building from there, right? Okay. But I think I was using the story as like an excuse to do the music. Like it justified it, you know, because okay. I was like, I identify as a storyteller, so I'm not wasting time if, if I'm telling this music story. is leading to a story mm-hmm. or I'm building mm-hmm. a story out of it. And you guys, that excuse, eh? it took me far, bro. Yeah. It took me far. Yeah. I organized a whole tour with my homies at some point that flopped. It was a disaster. And yeah, where did you tour? We tried to tour Gaba Road. Gamma Road. Okay, <laughs> nice. That's uh, fine. Yeah. I to go like fire. every whatever there. Yeah, we uh-huh. we called it the Congo Bar Tour, and the <laughs> idea was that we were going to like I every Congolese bar along oh, like Gaba Road, and we're gonna okay. do because this one particular homie had like a lot of connects in the Congolese bars, and at some point a lot of them were like, "Dude, bring your homies, come, come through, perform, perform, right?" I mean, I was like, "Ah, man, instead of choosing between them, let's do all of, all them, of them and see which one works, I right?" Bro, it was a disaster. <laughs> to cut a long story short, eh, it was a disaster. But I still, even in the disaster, told myself, you know what? We're doing this for a movie. We're doing this for a thing. Yeah, this is going to be goal. part of the story, right? And this is what kind of justifies even this monetary loss, this loss in time and mm-hmm. whatnot. Mm-hmm. I'm still not seeing myself as a musician necessarily, you know? And, bro, what changed? I'm not even sure, dog. Like, eventually it started to get embarrassing. Yeah. started to because <laughs> if essentially it's making fun of like <coughs> Jamaican patwa or like how Ugandans kind of do Jamaican patwa mm-hmm. in a way that's probably very offensive and not right. and it's quite limited and in how far you can take it and yeah. what you can do with it you know or even how much I would confidently take it and sell it and do it you know what I mean and I think I just started to outgrow it but also to realize like man I like this music thing bro like, yeah I like doing it beyond a trope kind you of know yeah, beyond the jokes I actually yeah. enjoy this you know but oh, this guy what, what's the, what period is this like okay so when did you start when was the first recording and then when was it when you were like okay cool now this, this is, is embarrassing where, where when was that evolving yeah. I think the first recording was in like 2017, 2017. so between 2017 and 2018 um, recording and we shot the film it's the web series itself in 2018 oh, it's the web as well. it came out in like early 2019, 2019. and around that time I, I think I'd started to kind of transition out of it and just kind of feel like man I need to do more than this because Mr. Monk was a very particular character you know mm-hmm. the character in a thing was a story that I've built up right and I want to do so many other things, but I don't also want to ruin or like water down the character of Mr. Mankwa by doing so, by you doing, know. Yeah. And that was a choice, you know. That was a choice a that like I'm still very much like working my ass off to make sure I made the right choice, right? Because a lot of people at the time were like, bro, why are you changing your name when it already has some traction? You know? Right, because I'm imagining, yeah, that's kind of like, I think I, I see it with a lot of, um, I remember like Section Boys, mm. when they came out, it was, it was the, they were ho- as big as Stormzy. Right. They were at the same time as Stormzy, right. they were as big as Stormzy, right. but then they had an issue with their name, right. and they had to change it, they started calling themselves Smoke Boys, oh. and they lost a lot of that traction, they lost right. momentum, do you know what I mean? Right. So immediately lost momentum, because I, I personally right. thought they had stopped, and I thought Smoke Boys was different, it's Brian who told me that it's the same, it's the same yeah, thing. bro, that doesn't even sound like it, ha- it doesn't even have the same the goddamn, same. do you know what I mean, you it know? doesn't hit the same, and they were trying to make the same music and everything, exactly. and it just yeah, wasn't, it was everything the, was the same, the, the name and that just re- momentum is literally what it took away from them right like you just couldn't yeah hey bro so this is where it gets interesting because okay 
I realized, okay, Mr. Mark was a very particular package, right? Mm-hmm. And I want to create something that's more reflective of myself, that Malcolm guy, the music that I listen to, the but also just how I feel and shit, right? Yeah. And just like rap some actual shit, right? Mm-hmm. But I think I also had something to prove. I was like, this nigga didn't have buzz, but these guys don't know. Yeah, mm-hmm. These guys exactly. don't know no, that their the buzz is They assume me, that's you know? me. That's, right. that's, that's, that's the best attitude. It's like, right. I was doing this joking. Enough. Now right. I'm about to get into my bag. For real, for real, you yeah. know? But the thing is, bro, like, even the jokes, I like to take them seriously. And I think that thing made Mr. Mankwa take on a life of its own. Um, I started doing this that Malcolm guy stuff, right? I started mm. rapping. Uh, me and my friends started making music around lockdown time. Um, we start putting like we have a WhatsApp group. We start to like share like bits of music and like nice. there's some producers on the group, so they start turning that into music. When we have ideas, we share them onto the group. I always wanted to hear like a particular song be sampled. Um, yeah. It's a Philly Lutaya song called "Unkoyo Kwegomba," and it has like a very like weird like harmonica just like very country thing that's so strange that i was like that would sound like amazing as a sample right so my homie alim samples it and that snowballs into doing this whole project of like retouching old songs right but it's very like hip-hop oriented it's very Mm -hmm. like hip-hop heavy and around that time bro clearing samples starts to become an issue right starts to become a a molek and yeah. I remember in December, there's a song we wanted to put out that is still our best song that we're still going to try to put out this December. But the guys that we, we got in touch with the original artists, they started being a bit cagey about it. And I started to feel like, yo, this might not happen, right? Then I get news that actually one of Mr. Mankwa's songs was added to GTA, right? Mm. So to GTA five, five. to GTA five, five. Hey, right? They had, a, they had a re-release in, in oh, because they had a re-release no in like way. December of last year of twenty twenty. Okay, no, so that's like add a new station, like a new patch, you know, like a new like area, new songs to the to the radio okay, okay, and all okay, that okay, stuff, okay. and it's just like a new reissue, right? That's fine. Um, the second yeah, time is when they added Skeptors and Frank Ocean's channel. Right, uh, the second wave of this. This okay. was the third. The third one. Okay, dope. So, so now Mr. Monk was on the thing, right? And I start to see like Mr. Monk's streaming numbers starting to tick up, right? I've already come out as that Malcolm guy, dropped some shit, and I'm like, this is the path that I'm on, right? Mr. Monk was now blowing no, up, on. bro. Oh, what? Nah. <laughs> that one song is blowing up at least. All the other Mr. Monk songs are doing nothing. Mm. But that but one, one song, song has blowing up. because of obviously because of GT. Right. What so, is the song called? You can feedback. It's called feedback, feedback right? Retouch. And uh, no, that's just feedback, is, right? So at that moment, I was just like, shit, this is very simple. Mm. Let's just remix the song, put it out as our own song, and ride that wave, right? Okay. And do the things. Mm. And it's still my best performing song on YouTube and everywhere right now because of that, that, that I don't know. from GTA. Yeah. Um, and at this point, I'm like, shit, Mr. Monk was actually doing pretty well. That's some good amount of momentum. Yeah. But I also know I wouldn't have sold that act as well as I would have liked to, you know? Right. So right now, I'm in a place where I'm like, bro, I need to make that Malcolm guy do so much better than then, Mr. Monk or yeah, even, you know right, what I mean? Yeah, and no. it's um, he needs Malcolm guy on GTA 6. Exactly. I need to be on FIFA, my nigga. You know, need to be on FIFA. That's the wow. That's the goal, no, bro. Because then you're in people's childhood memories. Bro. Bro. Yeah, yeah, so like, many songs that I would it. have never known if they weren't on FIFA. And bro. it's like that's like such a niche, like a 
very select group. So right? Very, very few songs get on there. It's always like some eclectic shit. Yeah, man. But okay, yeah, man, the, that's the journey right it's now not is just some mainstream thing. Nah, like it's always the FIFA soundtrack. It yeah, is, they do look for people. They really look. You yeah, can tell. Do, you yeah. can tell. Music suits football like that. Yeah. that I really. It's really mood music yeah, in the best football. way, bro. Like lounge music. Woohoo! <laughs> 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 I would have <laughs> never known that song <laughs> without FIFA, bro. Man, that but that song was on TV. I personally know. I personally know that song for me, FIFA. I was sick of that fucking song. Yeah. I didn't think it, up. it used I to be the Premier League. It's the theme. chicken and egg no, no, thing. No. I don't know which one. Which one came first? No, but they yeah, got. Yeah. Isn't that a Kings of Leon song? Or like a Kasabian? Yeah, so Kasabian got right? the Premier League theme that would play every time on TV when okay. the Premier League would come. I think because of that. Okay. So do you think the FIFA thing came before that, or See, chicken or the egg? Probably mm. FIFA did come first. Man, but yeah, bro, that's the dream. That's the dream. But also, I think, I think that thing was also just like, yeah, great, bro. Play games on my phone without having to ask for them, bro. Yeah, that was the biggest thing for me. Fuck niggas, man. (laughs) Fuck niggas. I'm tired of guys after school, but like. To be able to just like fucking play Snake and not have to ask anyone for it. Bounce, yo, bounce. I mean, Snake is Snake. It's kind of like. I look at snake and bounce the way I look at football and basketball. Uh-huh. Like snake is the first like, bounce. Oh, the display! Screen. Oh my God! So, so you're playing, like on, you're the playing on the phone. That's mad. Yeah. Um, it's, it's not the whole screen. No, adaptation. The screen is now the phone. Is the that's the mad. That's why I want to play like snake and them. Yeah, the snake too. Two four six eight. Yeah, exactly. Two four six eight. <laughs> okay, bro. So tell us now. Really hard. What was really hard? I was just saying the late levels of bounce. Oh, were bounce. Really hard. Yo, mm. the last level is fucking hard. You bro. guys ever play Space Impact? Yes. 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 Wow. You finished Space Impact. Wow. Remember Space Impact. I finished Space I Impact and I did not I do it. My life. Bro, some of those I aliens were well. beasts. Actually, the design in that thing was crazy. Well, crazy. Was really Given crazy. the limitations, eh? the design was crazy. Those scenes were moving, that like tentacles yeah. and shit. That was mad. That's insane. I haven't heard of Space Impact in so long. Bruh. Okay, Rosie, you were telling us about the journey. Now, what, what, who is, who are your biggest influences? Give me like five. Five biggest influences, yeah. bruh. Man, Musical honestly, influences. what up? One time, forever and ever, my number one biggest influence is Kanye West. No, um, no, no, as an no. artist, like even before I was making music or whatever, I just always felt like as an artist, that is the guy that nice. I, that I think inspires me the most as a creative, as a creative person to like I don't know, push boundaries, do what I want. <laughs> question things um do things different switch evolve and i feel like right. that's yeah that's a big thing man um man but, but also in the game right now bro i'd be looking around at people who are doing their thing like goddamn lil nas x right oh, wow interesting lil nas x for me as a <laughs> as a as a colleague let's say yeah, right as, as a peer in the is doing the goddamn thing mm. Bro, I love the Lil way Nas he puts together his operation. His like, like, you know, he's pushed you know, so but he's put that well. goddamn shit together, bro, yeah. in a way that's undeniable. Like, I listen to his music sometimes, and I'm like, I shouldn't like this. Like yeah, the way the parts are put together, I don't think I should like this, but I'm enjoying it. Yeah. I'm not just enjoying it; I'm enjoying the entire everything else that's been put together around it. I'm going into it, the rollout, the way he exists in on social media and like takes advantage of everything and leverages. I feel everything like he's the first for. person to like learn pop 
in theory before practice does that make sense right right he knows everything around Mm -hmm. it right and he came to the talent of singing the practice of singing last i think i think we're living with a lot of those kinds of people bro because when i look at like a doja cat as well i'm like this is someone who like has grown up watching britney and christina aguilera and janet and all these people and like seeing the way the artifice is created Mm -hmm. and is kept Mm -hmm. up and has put just as much juice into it. Mm-hmm. You know, as much hard what work. What I want to contend is like, she can sing, so she had to spend right. hours honing her craft of singing. Right. Right. His yeah, yeah, craft yeah, yeah. of singing was Twitter. Oh, his craft was Twitter. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like, but I also think, I also think even getting to the point where his internet. kind of singing is, because I'll tell you, I'm a shit singer, right? Yeah. So I can tell, I can hear a shit singer, I can hear a shit singer who's figured it out. Because I think we all like that kind of singer who sounds no different because that voice isn't like traditionally nice but they can use their instrument Absolutely. you yeah. know it's my favorite thing about how kanye sings it's like you can tell he's not a good singer quote drake. unquote right drake as well drake is actually a decent singer drake to some extent singer. but he's like, very good at like he identifies as a pockets. singer he knows know? his strengths right and he hammers them right but i love when you hear yeah, like a nigga who can't sing yeah. you know when you hear a nigga who you're just like this is not a sing a singing ass nigga drake is That's a singing ass i feel nigga, about little nas x bro exactly like this yeah. nigga cannot sing right he has he has like intellectually figured out what he needs because there's I've a lot of auto-tune in his he's getting, he has yeah, a lot of control he has a lot of yeah but he's you can tell it's helping him hit notes. It's not like right. it's not like doing everything. Right. He's conscious of what he's doing, you know. Because bro, very, like very. I can't sing for shit. That's something I'm genuinely teaching myself right now. Yeah. Because I think I used to think like I do. I used to think I don't value like traditionally good singing voices because they're not that interesting. Bro, it's because even me, I can't hear them. Like even me, like something I'm genuinely like training myself on now is like being sensitive to keys, being sensitive to like notes and like, you know what I mean? Yeah, Yeah. you know? Because I think I, when you don't have the ear for it and are, if you don't have the ear for it, you can't do it, but you also can't hear it, Mm -hmm. you know? For sure. And like, when I listen to like a little Nas X, I'm like, okay, this is someone who at least has an ear for what good singing is, you know, what that, just what the requirements are, what the yeah, assignment is, sure. and then he works within those bounds and does the goddamn thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so you, you had, you said Kanye, little Nas X. Right. I'll put Doja Cat on that list, bro. Doja Cat? Yeah. Doja Cat is very interesting. Doja Cat is very interesting because her fans, I feel like her fans are as kind of media literate as she is. Mm. I, feel as like, I, I feel like Anthony's the biggest Doja Cat fan in the world. <laughs> no, I'm not even... He yo, said I'm we are, he said we are very media literate. Yeah. Everyone jumped off <laughs> the your sponsors. Of racist <laughs> feet. Everyone jumped off the boat because of racist feet. <laughs> and my thing is, everyone has a racist feet type. Oh era or incident in their life bro. in the revolution this babe, yeah. has a, this babe is mixed race and she has a weird relationship with the black parent right so i'm like who knows what that creates in right your, you know what in i mean in your mind and your whatever so i'm like whatever you need to get through get through it i don't care i was just not because clear that we had even finished that conversation at some point i was like oh we're, we're cool okay i guess we're yeah. cool now <laughs> well, you know, that's because what i that's what i did a, like, i did a temperature check with my friends yeah and they're like nah we're still angry about racism <laughs> <laughs> you have a vibe check with your parents <laughs> on Doja Cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, guys. So the, the Doja Cat question. Because like, me, I'm still listening. That's the same. Yeah. 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 yeah, still and I, I think she also just kept putting out undeniably good product. Yeah. Bro, 
vibes. you know undeniable product bro like everything the music the videos the she performances the it's very very tough she's I'm really not and dance yeah. at the same time i haven't heard the singing as much as the rapping i know like she like she can rap right I haven't had she her voice. Sing, like yeah. I feel like she sing raps a lot. I feel like she yeah, she has a very particular voice. The, but the particular yeah, thing like she does with her voice that she has owned. Yeah, what yeah, <laughs> she does? What? When nigga said, I'm trying to think of the song. Um, what's the song with uh, with this chick from DC with Rico Nasty? Right, Tia Tamara, Tia Tamara, no no no, Tia, no no no, Tia, Tia Tamara. That was the song. That was the first song I heard, and I was so into it. I'm not even lying. Bro, but like honestly, another influence for me, another big influence is Bob Marley, and that's a a bit of a recent one. That like, yeah, man, that's a bit of a. That's a recent one on a level of like, man, it's a very personal thing, but it's a thing of like. Bob Marley as okay makes made great music well and good fine put For that sure. aside sure. I feel like Bob Marley as um as a business person as um someone building a thing that is the side of Bob Marley I think I really admire and that I look into a lot more right now cuz Bob Marley was an independent artist in an environment that was not friendly to independent artists yeah, right sure. like Jamaica had like at the time a monopoly of three big companies that run everything they ran the studios they ran the record plants the record stores the jukeboxes and the sound systems vertical integration all the way right so independent artists usually were just trying to find like a penny here and there right it was a, it was almost a favor to them for them to do a song at you know studio 1 at like any one of these places right So Bob Marley and these guys they start off in that system and they realize bro we're not getting paid for any of this shit we're not making any we're not making a living off of this fuck this shit right so they leave they start their own company they start pressing okay. their own records yeah and you know that song if you are a big big tree and i'm a small act like, it's about that shit right the big three was those three big companies and the whole thing was how are we as a small independent company going to compete, compete you yeah. know compete on a national level and like because i feel like by the time we know bob marley we know a bob marley that's already the biggest act in jamaica who's already yeah, won that fight world, you yeah. know what i mean can already like open shows in other countries right like, do tours of america right and even by the time he's doing that he's already won that battle you know what i mean by the yeah. time he's having that conversation touring in the uk and stuff he's so already he's, won that battle and you hear the stories about the kind of very honestly very um tactile ways that these niggas had to do that shit and i realized bro like life is very much a struggle at all times but you have to build what you're building on your own terms if you realize that what's happening around you doesn't work for you and i feel like that's the thing that i take away from him the most and seeing the way he wielded things like the music yes but also the ideas of the movement that he was representing and the kind of political power that came from that and the way that that was used and wielded in a way that people felt benefited them as well mm-hmm. but also benefited him and he was able to build a thing that like I think has been dead for a very long time but his empire is still very much there you know and still has a very strong impact and still is very influential in like you know Jamaican music <laughs> and reggae and stuff 
And yeah, man, Bob Marley is on that list Bob for Marley, me yeah. for those reasons. I have a question for you. What's your relationship to, or how do you feel now? Like, because um, you're one of the few people I've ever heard like talking about that that angle of how he, how he, of how what's great about him. Right. Basically. So, how do you feel about this thing of like his him as an icon and his mm. iconography and mm. his brand mm. and its relationship to like modern business you mm. know what I mean like to capitalism and people making money yeah, bro. like first of all the 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 Mali branded stuff right. which is like a branch of his family to right. not everyone there's like all this weird right. contention because there's people who had who like got the name right, and right. who have his likeness, and right. they're all scattered around, and, right. and that's why you can buy things. all these posters, right, bro, like, bro, bro. <laughs> <laughs> only a thousand. So you know, and yeah. some, of, you know, you can't, you can't guarantee. Like yeah. they all have different relationships to you. Man. And that's man. Anyways, you know, you can't. You spread yourself thinly amongst the women, right. which means you're, you know, like you're spread even more thinly around the kids, right? <clears throat> but you know what's the how do you feel as like a disciple in that sense you know like about yeah what are your thoughts on that i think bob Marley was a very good politician i think bob Marley was a very good political actor and of course mm-hmm. to some extent but i say that because i feel like he had a message and he had a very public face when it came to that message but was also very, I think was very hard-nosed about kind of the things that he was getting out of what he was doing. So, okay, Rastafari and peace and love and all this good stuff, great, right? But this is a guy who very much was trying to make money. This is a guy who was very much trying to attain a certain amount of power for himself, for the people that he worked with, for his family, blah, 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 and was very realistic about that. And I think sometimes when I look at like the conflicts that he ended up having with like Bunny and Peter Tosh and stuff later on, right? It was stuff that they were genuinely committed to the... Um, they were like, okay, I think of it this way, like in a church, right? In a church, I feel like you always have the guys who really believe in the word of God mm-hmm. and really believe in the in all the stuff in all the good stuff right (laughs) and those are really a a very important part of what keeps a church afloat and keeps a church going but i also feel like they're also very often especially the biggest churches that achieve a lot of growth often i think led by people who are also very pragmatic about that growth and about the things that are required for that growth beyond what the message is and beyond what the you know beyond what the thing is they do the things that need to be done for the thing to to grow and to be as big as it needs to be and you often have a conflict there in in everything bro whether it's in politics in church in you always have that conflict between like the bunny the bunnies and the peters who are like bro you know we're doing this thing for the ideals for the you know for the ideals and for the beliefs and for the thing and i feel like the thing that people don't see about bob marley is he was very quick to switch and to make changes in ways that would advantage the thing or him Mm. you know and when we see that his iconography is now being turned into t-shirts i mean turned into money i mean turned into all these things i do not think that that is something that bob marley the person would hate 
Yeah. Especially if he knew that his family and whatnot I were benefiting in a that. big way from that. Mm. But I do think that as a part of the message of anti-capitalism and all that good stuff, it may be, you know, there's that famous speech of, oh, what is money? What is me? I think I was just being sharp, bro. You know, when yeah. guys are like, are you a rich man? He was rich, bro. Thing, you know, yeah. <laughs> he was rich. He was like, like Obama talking about democracy and shit. And you're just like, bro, like you, I, mean, I yeah, know you guess, know you the limitations of, yeah, yeah, you know, like we know, you, we we know, know you don't believe in the thing itself, but you sell the thing in a way that helps you get your ends. And I feel like that's who he ultimately was. And I honestly think in, in music and in art and so many things, like the people who often float to the top and are the most successful are the people who are the best politicians. Damn, I like that. I like that assessment. I like that assessment. I like that he's as your assessment of him as being as anti-capitalist as the average Christian. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Because they probably have equal incentives in their religion yeah. to be anti-capitalist. Yeah. But like I think he 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 sells the Kool Aid but doesn't drink the Kool Aid and that's that's who I see Bob Marley being. That's how you make money off Kool Aid. Yeah, man. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Don't get high in your own supply for real. Yeah. And. Yeah, <laughs> no, nigga was selling wokeness way before. Really? Yeah, bro. You know, yeah, just made it sound good and banged it on a reggae. Yeah. Sean King could never. Yeah, man. Yeah. Okay, and um, you've mentioned filmmaking as well. Right. Your your fa- your okay, your top three, like you know, like when you look back, what are movies that stand out to you? I don't want to say <laughs> your favorite because right. favorite is favorite is that's, always a that's so hard, bro. I want to categorize it. Uh, let me so give you a category, okay? Let me give you three mm-hmm. categories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So give us the pre-puberty movie mm-hmm. that just had the biggest, made the biggest impression on you. Right. That's one. Right. Then give us the <laughs> the pre-uni film yeah. where you're like, I, I'm gonna make movies. Yeah. Right. And then give the movie in uni and since you started like the journey right. where you're like. Oh wow! This is where you can take it, and right. I like to, you know what I mean. I like what you can to do with it. Do a version of yeah, bro. All my examples are the corniest, but fuck it. No, yeah, bro. Fuck but it. they did um, those things. Pre-puberty, The Lion King. Oh yeah, boom. And I like. Boom. There's so many things that I liked at that point. In like before I was like in, in high school, I had a big Star Wars phase. I had a big Harry Potter phase. I had a big like all these things were big things mm. for me, right? But the Lion King, bro, like mm-hmm. nothing ever rocked my soul like the Lion King. Like I've watched that thing so many times. I still cry to this day when I watch the animated Lion King. Like it's so fucking good. Yeah. It's so fucking perfect also, you know? It's yeah. like pop. Like the Lion King is like great pop. Bro, it's like, yeah. um, you know? It's like, um, it's like, it's like I will always like, love you. It's like, it's like, <laughs> it's like <laughs> when you used to sing I will always love you. It's I like... I was going for Celine Dion. Say, you know, but like that that WhatsApp group of thing that is flawless, like, you know? Yeah. Everyone, Canadian women to bro. Nigerian men. Everyone bro. And it's, it's like, not even trying to do too much. It's no, not trying to... It's just... just what it is. It's like premier girl. Yeah. Yeah. It's exactly what you ordered. You know what you get in the box. Yeah. And it's perfect. Every time. Ah. It's not too full. It's not too filling. You, know, you don't like, get too full. You can get home after. Every time. And you know they, they run it through a lab. You know what I mean? You know they run it through a lab and there's probably like a million ingredients and yeah. what. But like, but like it hits well, every time. Yeah. Then I think um, high school was Goodfellas. Because okay, I watched nice. like a behind the scenes oh, wow. thing. I, I, I actually watched that really recently. Like really? Yeah? For the first time? 2020. Oh. 
Mine was How was that, bro? Because, like, yeah. as an adult, eh? Yeah. There's so many things it's I missed. So I, I went over my head as a kid right? that, yeah. like, watching it for the first time as an adult must be amazing. Like, when you know shit. <laughs> yeah. What a movie. Bruh. Because I don't think I got it, got most of it the first time, but I felt it. I felt, like, the impact that, like, the, that, like, I don't know, because Scorsese is a very, like, tactile. Like, you know the directors who, like, disappear into their work mm-hmm. right it's almost like you forget you're watching a film you forget you're watching a, a made thing you get lost in it the it's edits like are almost invisible yeah. no this nigga is fucking hitting you over the head he's like making hard rock cinema you know and i felt i watched like a behind the scenes thing like a commentary where he was talking about the first scene you know the first scene where they're in the car and then like the three guys in the car and then they hear something in the back they're like what the fuck is that then they park and then like it's the red light they bathe in the red light and then they open up the thing and then fucking they stab the the guy and then fucking freeze frame that was fucking crazy imagine all my life i wanted wanted to be a gangster so like I heard the commentary where he was talking about just like the decisions to do all that stuff, mm-hmm. right? The freeze frame, the music, the na 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 na. And I was like, bro, it was so mind blowing to me that someone had thought all this stuff made through and made all those decisions and created that moment because I felt that moment and I was like, what the fuck? Someone that's someone's job? Thank that's you. a great fucking job, man. I mean, at that time, like I, I was just coming out of that phase of thinking I was going to be a cartoonist. Because I was good in drawing, <laughs> but like I had ADD, I didn't know at the time, but like I couldn't draw two things at the same time. And they told you at the time that like to be a cartoonist, you have to like fucking Secrets. draw the same thing multiple times, changing a little bit. And I was yeah, like, ah, really that's like, boring. That's long. That's yeah. long, bruh. But this thing you can write and you can put music on it and you can kind of draw it. Mm-hmm. You can kind of frame it and draw it and like whatever. I'm like, yeah, fuck it. That's yeah, it's like a three dimensional aspects yeah you, know, you can do all the thi- all the fun all things the and so i was like yeah fuck it, i want to be a filmmaker bro and i think man it, around uni time pulp fiction was that movie for me oh, wow. it really mashed me up it really really mashed me up i know it's a very like like <laughs> these are not very sexy examples right now bro, but like bro you movie. know I like they movies. don't they don't those are my sensibilities you know hmm. but like you know i think also they're very male movies you know what i mean like they're very masculine movies in a way that i think we are a lot more sensitive to these days to how those sensibilities are not like um are very particular they're not universal they're very particular mm-hmm. you know to that to a very particular way of thinking right. yeah. so i look back on those things and i'm like okay there was a very male thing in me also that like liked a certain energy in these films liked a certain like you know and i think it's still there and will always be there what i mean but you know your guy yeah yeah i think like um i guess the problem is not enough other demographics get movies that make them feel right the good fellas and whatever make us right so, right it's, it's okay for us to love them right for everyone to love them but you know other people need to get there exactly and i think even our films would be better if we were just more aware of our like where we're at you know what i mean yeah. you're just aware of who you are and what your limitations are i think you can make a better film you know right, yeah for sure um and you tell me what's your what's what about your favorite movie <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I feel like I'm uh, you want me to answer the same question yeah same bro. question um, um, we're going around in so a, we had in a, a bunch circle, of similar uh-huh. ones actually which is crazy or at least like i can you'll see basically okay so my first one my first one was a jungle book okay the same yes. kind of thing. animated yeah. jungle book 
1969. Okay. Yeah. Bro, you know I couldn't believe that thing was made in the 60s. It's so it's I found so out so weird. late in so my so life. I find all the all the Disney animated because we were kids when some of them were, I right. thought they all happened in the 80s. I thought they all in the 90s. 90s. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Then to find out, like, real, like, that Snow White and shit was from the Bruh, so good. Oh. Holy shit. That's the first animated movie, I think. The first Walt no, Disney. Uh, Disney. First animated feature length English, I think. The Jungle Book, yeah. Huh? Uh, no, Snow White. Uh, was Snow Snow White. White. Ah, okay. Mm. I believe you. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was it about the Jungle Book America. for you, bro? Yo, it was the music. So, mm. like, I love singing. I still like singing. I still love singing right. to this day, like, just singing. Um, so How do you feel songs, watching it today now, uh, today, actually? How do you feel like it's aged? Yo, you so know what I'm asking it's about. It's actually aged. Okay, so... Hmm. <laughs> All right, so... The thing is, yeah... They... The... Oh, man. You know what I'm asking about. I know what you're asking about. <laughs> I don't want to ever confront until right this second. I've never ever confronted In the jungle book? Uh, yeah. yeah the, the, bla- the monkeys are the monkeys fucking are black, black jazz musicians. They're like fucking uh, jiving yeah, and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scoopity-boo. Bapity-bap. Hey. Scoopity-bap. But see, the thing about that is, and then the weird thing is that Baloo is like, doing kind of black voice right, and he's a white guy right. so there's that thing but i the truth is if i was an adult when um when it came out like if i was like 19 when it came out I'd right like, fuck this would, my kids are not watching this blah 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 right, you know what i mean right, i right, generally right. understand that perspective but luckily i didn't make the black connotation as a kid so right. as a kid i was like these monkeys love jazz <laughs> <laughs> i love jazz they love There's jazz no, you know what i mean There's no like, problem jazz is great <laughs> well, well, who doesn't like jazz <laughs> no so so i just like the singing baloo whatever right but it was also like because i kind of liked that there was the pump fake with Baloo dying. That was kind mm. of my favorite part of the mm. movie, actually. Mm. Was the rain stopping and, like, Baloo being there. And then it he wakes up and stuff. Like, it yeah. was really, really comforting. Like, I was like, this is what I would always watch the movie to get to. Mm. So, the, I don't know why. I just loved the idea that um, I would watch this movie and I would 100% feel this feeling when this part came. Right. So, that, that was good. Right. Then the the high school one it's like popping a pill like i'll bro, feel this bro. feeling <laughs> very very warm and a very yeah, like, effective yeah. pill. <laughs> an expensive like, one um, yeah, um, yeah, <laughs> a very expensive Allegedly. Uh, heavy paracetamol <laughs> kills my headache in two seconds <laughs> um, and makes music sound better <laughs> sounds better because my head stops <laughs> But I think Wakawa yeah. before we even went down this tangent, you know, by the way. Yeah. Now we've given you know, it away. Now they know. <laughs> now it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. But um, yeah, the, the middle one was the the two Godfathers. Okay, um, really? High school, uh, high school you was high like... High school me. I got in... What was I doing? My sister had moved out. Mm-hmm. And so she left her TV, which had a tape thing down. Right. And my parents had all these old tapes. Right. And I just started this thing of like, I'm gonna watch good films. Oh, and what? How old are you, bro? About. I was like, nah. So I was like 14. 
Okay, okay. Like I'm not gonna give you shit, bro. I feel like I was, I was doing that type of shit as well, bro. <laughs> and I don't for something, know. you know. For me, it was music, Especially but I was like, I'm, yo, not gonna, uh-huh. I'm not gonna listen like to. All, I'm not gonna listen books. to all this trash. Yeah. I'm gonna listen uh-huh. to my conscious yeah, rap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I was like, I listened to. <laughs> yeah, I'd been through that cycle. I'd right? done all that shit, and I landed on movies. And right. To be fair, I basically decided at that age, like. I'm gonna be this annoying about movies right, forever. Right. Like, <laughs> so I'm still like still like You're still on the path. <laughs> I still have that thing. Yeah, I still have that thing of like show me the caviar, you know. Right, right. But um so I, I was like, ooh, let me walk me that at that time actually that's what now made me do that. Because okay. I was like my parents had all these movies and I'll just watch them. Yeah. Not knowing like mm. this one is considered good, this one is yeah, considered yeah, bad. Yeah, just yeah. enjoy. Right. That's a great period in your life. Yeah. That's so sick, bro. You just open to so everything. Good. You just watch you're just watching shit. Yeah, you're bro. just watching shit. And I really hope you also watched some trash. Good. I hope you watched oh, some hundred hot trash. I got, I got a <laughs> good appreciation for trash. Because my dad loved like the Steven Seagal, like from the 80s, 90s, Woo! actually. Era. Let's go. He loves a good cop drama. Let's so I watched go. all of that. You know what I mean? Love it. Good, bad. Like, bro, I've watched Lethal Weapon 4 like 10 times. Love it. Like, do you know that shit? Yeah. But just those things, those are now, to me, that's like, those are like automatic. Do you know what I mean? Right. Those are just. That sounds like a balanced dad to me. You know what I mean? Everything else is like artistic, try hardy shit. That's a balanced dad to me. You know what I mean? Like, it seems like bro. you managed to eat your vegetables, but also to like. You know, you know and get I some ice cream. And I was fun, forcing you know, myself to eat some fun vegetables. Shit as well. Yeah. But these were. This is like my. How I switched on. I switched on carrots and broccoli like in real life right, where it's like right. this is a vegetable and yeah. this is delicious right the godfather bro i, I remember i watched them both in one city uh-huh. and they wow. were tapes so it was four tapes wow wow and I, I started the first one i started them they were also in the wrong cases or right so i started with the second half of godfather 2 oh and the what? tape starts right because you have his to rewind it open bro right when his wife's tits are out like the first <laughs> frame of the godfather ever watched this tape, taking the like, yeah. i was like this is uh, first i was like this is not the beginning <laughs> it's not like this. okay it's not pull up <laughs> Okay, confession time. Mm-hmm. I haven't watched The Godfathers. Either of the, bro, any of them. That's huh? fine. That's okay, fine. okay. But when but you do cool. it, I like. I, I, you know, I like. When you do, I like catching these the right. Yeah. Because I also you feel like I watched those shits when I was really young as well, and so much stuff went over my head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So much stuff I did. That was me with Scarface. Yeah. I had to rewatch yeah, Scarface when I, I was like twenty-one Scarface. to be like, oh, yeah. this is like. You're not supposed to think he's cool. <laughs> Wait, I had those things on like a five-in-one <laughs> Al Pacino disc. Remember Bro, when those joints, when they used to have those so joints fire. in like the DVD sleeve, but with no case? Oh my yeah. god! So have, <laughs> I'm sure that had like scent of a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, no, first of all, the Godfather's on that bitch. No, first of all, the Godfather's. No, it was gangster. So it was gangster, gangster Al Pacino, right? Donnie Brasco. Yeah. So it yeah, was. No, it was the three Godfather's. It was Carlito's ah. Way, and it was Scarface. Ooh. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah. Get the get rid of the third Godfather, right? And throw Scarface in right. there. Right, that's, you know, bro. I didn't. Night. So, for example, I didn't understand the second Godfather when I watched it. The third. Oh, really? I didn't. Understand, I didn't see God was going on, bro. I, I, I just. I, I knew he was going to kill his brother because I'd read some, that shit. I'd read I mean, like some books around yeah. it, but I didn't understand what was this whole Hyman Roth betrayal. What? Oh, I didn't get on the other shit. I Sorry for the spoilers, that. bro. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do a confession. I feel like I just gave away that whole shit in like ten seconds. I identified with Fredo. Okay, okay. I was like, I get this guy. I get this guy, right? I also, I got Fredo also, bro. Did did you know Fredo was gay? 
I didn't even catch that. Me, I just knew he was the the fail son. I right. just knew he was the the sibling who didn't pan out. Right. So that's what I was like connecting with. Because I read this I didn't book. Even get that he was gay. So I read this book, right? That was it's not enough. That was like it's part of the canon, but it's not written by Mario Puzo. And it's around like the events around the movies, right? Uh, so it's like in between Godfather One and Two, okay, so between Two and Three, and what? And I feel like he just like connected dots. You know what I mean? He just connected yeah, dots. Yeah. There's probably some small, small homophobia of Fredo being yeah. like seen as weak. Just looking, like, you know, yeah. I think that's that's more says more about that author. But yeah, than about the about the Fredo, than about our boy Godfather. Fredo. <laughs> he was straight. He was like vibing with girls when uh, he was in Vegas. Yeah. You know? like, yeah. Bro, Fredo is a very common archetype, you know what I mean? Yeah. There's a bunch of Fredos walking around. In the world, bro. Right. Uh-huh. And it's not your fault. I rate you. <laughs> yeah, man. You're, just think of it like this. Your siblings are really good. Yeah, bro. <laughs> like, yeah. Love them for that. Yeah, and your dad is not an easy guy. And your parents are just being dicks. <laughs> your you know, your parents are just framing. Guy, they're just trying to get you to match them up. Don't yeah. worry. Yo, so then the one after uni was, uh, I think it was probably Children of Men, bro. Okay. Okay. I still haven't seen Children of Men. Personally, I've seen all the shots. Bro, I was in the pretentious phase, and I remembered that me and I used to watch A Little Princess. Okay. uh, I haven't seen that either, bro. First English feature. Right. I haven't seen that either. Bro, that you will cry. Really? Yeah. Like it's just so. Pan's Labyrinth vibes. It's a fairy tale. No, it's a it's a very human fairy tale Mm. with like it's a magical real. There's a magical realism in there. But it's a, just a very human fairy tale. This girl goes to a boarding school while her dad fights in World War One. Okay. And then he goes missing and they think he's dead. So the school makes her work there with the other black babe who's a slave, mm. which is like, which it's kind of glosses over the realities of it. Right. But it's like these two girls have to serve the other girls. And this chick goes from being the richest girl in the school to yeah. like serving everyone. And it's just very... It's just a good movie. It's good. You'll see why, like, mm. kids really would connect with it. Right. I mean, that's the thing. But, of, like, and do you well, feel like it still works for you as an adult as well? Yes. Mm. Because an adult made it to be, like, kids are not dumb. Right. You know what I mean? They right. made it with the understanding of, like, kids are very emotionally right. intelligent. And they understand betrayal and all these right. things. And, like, they have... They're not... Like they're br- th- kids, bro. Kids are very interesting. Corona does, I think, a lot, man. man. Pan's Labyrinth also, I feel like, was that. Pan's Labyrinth was GDT. And there's another, oh, it's GDT. Got <laughs> yeah. me, bro. There's this other film Pans. that's actually also GDT. And when I come to think of it, it's about about a bunch of like kids who are living in an orphanage. It's all Devil's in Spanish. Backbone. Devil's Backbone. Backbone. Yeah. Backbone. And like that so sense of like. He gets kids' perspectives. Yeah. It's not. There's nothing diminished. It's just if anything kids are good for horrors and scary things because you're as emotionally aware and, and mm. me, but you don't have control mm. so you're like you've seen the thing and you have all the evidence but and the adults are like controlling yeah. what you do right. so it's better for horror if right. you, especially if you treat them as like yeah bro Itumama Tambien for oh. me is also one of those so films good. that like after uni was I was like I'm gonna make that film Mm-hmm. That's that oh, you know, bro. like I, I can see that roads. film. I saw the roads, bro. There's a shot they have in there where they're overtaking buses and lorries, and I was literally like, I know the roads to Fort Porto, right? To, to right. Molo, where I'm gonna do like. <laughs> Itu Mama Tambian is one of those stories. Like, it's uh, interesting because it's it's an archetypal story. You mm-hmm. know, I feel mm-hmm. you know it's like an experience that everyone has, 
in their mind if they don't physically go right. on a road trip. You right. know? It's like that age where you're like, me and my boy or my boys, like yeah. we're now gonna transition. Like we're crossing into young adults. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Adults, we're doing we're like, crossing. We're like, all right. We know we don't, you know, we know we're not all the way there. Right. But, we but know, we're like, getting like some wiggle You know, we're getting there and we're, yeah. we're now, we're not where we were. Right. You know what I mean? Like, but it's, it's also for me, like, just that story of just, like, you know, those friends that you kind of look back on and you're like, bro, we used to be homies, but we're in such different bro, places in life. You know, yeah. We can't like, be friends. I cannot believe know? exactly. Literally. The like, nature yeah. of what we went through actually means that we can't be we friends. Can't, because yeah. We grew into whomever we were going to exactly. be together. And now we're those people. Yeah, it's irreconcilable. Yeah. But also, like, for me, it was also just the way that they painted Mexico felt so Ugandan to me. Oh my you god. Know? It felt Those, so that sunrises and sunsets, like bro. I just felt so at home, bro. I felt like this is um this is like our world. Yeah. That, but that but also the personal those... dynamics, you know, like the the politics, the like fucking the way people fit into the world, the way they uh-huh. related to each other. Fucking those moments, you know there'll be moments where like they pass by like a roadblock, right? They're on a highway, they pass by a roadblock, right? And then the narrator goes on about like, yo, okay, and, like two weeks no, later, some shit happened and this blah, blah, blah. No, 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 people lost their homes and, and all this shit happened, blah, blah, blah. But you're just passing through, you know what I mean? Exactly. And it just felt like, like UG to me. in the background. It's like shit happens in the, the world happens in the background. In the background of right. Of Yoka's yeah. story, you know? Mm. There's a movie like that on Netflix that came out. It's, it's in, um, I think it's in Mexico too. Mm. I can't remember. It's based in Mexico as well. I can't remember the name of it. It's like, um... It's happening during like the revolution. Mm, um, yes, yeah, it's um thingy Roma. Roma, right? Roma. That's that's oh, that's Corona as well. Same again. That's really? Corona again. Yeah, same again. Yeah, and it gave I'm me that same it. vibe. I was I'm just like, bro, it. that's UG. He stole a lot of my ideas, bro. <laughs> 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 when I read the premise of Roma, I was like, bro, are you fucking? Roma? <laughs> <laughs> now it's like. This is my room about my first time to take care of me. Like, just like, no, like, he beat me to the fucking post. Right. But I definitely, like, I felt that way watching it. I was just just like, that's my fucking, what the fuck? I was like, this is a life, this is such an experience we can, like, yeah. This is the thing I was saying when I was talking to our mutual friend Arnold Mm. about um, Squid Game. Mm. And I was like, we are almost at the point where we're gonna properly the rest of the world like the balance of media consumption right is going to shift to the population balance right so we're gonna watch all our More all Asian the stuff. Of everywhere else in the world right and the america thing is gonna fall into america right because at this point it's just i think it's just a money thing really it's just like the money isn't in all these different mm, countries yeah, right but once that money is there People already really don't really want to watch shit about their own, like yeah. their own places. Yeah, 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 Twenty yeah. degree. Yeah, Look man. how well Pearl Magic Prime is doing. Like Bro. I frankly love yeah. date my family. Bro. I've never liked a date. And I really like enjoyed a dating show <laughs> apart from Love Island. Yeah. <laughs> Even and these, again, that's because like, um, I hung out with muzungu english people yeah, that age experience so them. i understand like, <laughs> how these motherfuckers I'd say right. experience the exact type of the like exact bro dickhead like love island is just a snapshot of the end of high school yeah, yeah. <laughs> how everyone is that's how they become like, bro it's yeah, yeah, so, so funny dead. it's so annoying when or oh, funny when someone in love island is like i'm 29 I'm bro but also so many of those guys are literally like fucking 20 21 yeah exactly a lot of them are 19 yeah yeah, the uni kids. Yeah. The uni yeah. Kids. Mm. It's so mad. Okay. Did you guys watch the last Love Island? 
Yes, yes, yes. yes. Okay. I, this yeah. one I was invested. I was even banging oh. US. I was, I was there for. Now, now you're strong. Now you're showing yeah. strength. The US Love Island was hot until like right. all the good characters were voted off. All the blacks. Uh, <laughs> all the black I can characters? neither confirm. Okay, yeah. Even I was aware of that fact. But I know that's one shout thing out people like about. Shout out Cinco, shout out Cinco. Oh, shout out Cinco. Oh, <laughs> all the niggers are gone. <laughs> Where did all the niggers go? <laughs> you know that that oh, meme of man. Troy coming back into the building, um, and, and the whole flat is on fire. <laughs> Where did all the niggers <laughs> go? <laughs> Sorry, bro. Yeah, man. What's your three films, man? My oh, three films. Right. I did it. Well, there, oh, it was Children of Men. Children of Men was fire. Right. It's a great movie because of all those scenes that he did uh, so difficultly. The, the, and the like, short things, yeah, the like, antics. Maybe I'm paranoid, but I feel like that's a thing that could happen, bro. What like, is? it's the kind of disease that would befall humans. Basically, we stop being able to give birth. Mm. And, like, uh. and, like, and like, the youngest person in the world is like a celebrity. And like, because he was the last person born. Last born, person yeah. Of, uh, yeah. What was his I name? I haven't seen that. His name is like Baby Juan. Oh, yeah, both of you haven't seen it. Yeah. Like, Honestly, guys, it's such a good like. Yeah. I don't know what your situation is. I don't know how you watch <laughs> movies, but if you have a day or a night or a circumstance where you watch something so yeah. and just take it in. Yeah. Children are men. Throw Children it on. Are men. Throw it on. And I love the how it's, it's dressed up before. as like a. It's dressed up as like a big blockbuster ass film, right? It but takes money to make good ideas. That's what I learned from this. That's fair. Movies, bro. Yeah. It's a blockbuster budget, but if you watch it, you'll be like, oh, this is like, it's not even a blockbuster it's like indie budget. vibes. It's indie vibes to the, bro, to the neck. Bro. Mm. Yeah. Like, everything is done. But the everything cast is crazy, crazy and shit like that. Yeah. I see. The cast, the cast is insane. I'll add it on there was list. a period when Chiwetel was everywhere. He was the black guy in every film, bro. He was black in everything. Everything. Every like sci-fi film or what? That man was in. He was in the Firefly. He's the black guy in Doctor Strange. Serenity. He was in this. He was in Love Actually. He was in so much stuff, bro. I would say for me, my my thing would be my childhood one. It's probably Toy Story. Okay. So, Toy okay. Story and in and I actually banged Toy Story two, like I really First. really with like I don't man again no, I can't pick with exact age not the same. But it's age two? Toy Story two was our yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, what a movie. it caught you at the right time. What a movie! Yeah, Toy Story two was fucked up. I remember it was too much. It was too much, bro. That's when they go next door and the shit's fucked up. There's another kid. Jesse. The story of Jesse. Yes, Jesse's story. Or like when he loses his arm and then he goes to the to the person. Like that scene when they're sewing him up is the most like, it's the most like, it's I don't know. It's the most like cinematic yeah. shit. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like the guy. That was ASMR before ASMR. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's just, it was so visually like pleasing. I don't know how to explain that feeling, bro. Um, they really animated the sewing so satisfyingly. Oh. Mm. Even right. even when he bands right. the when he paints like over really Andy, but, but bro, when's the last Andy time you watched? Shoe. Remember we had Andy oh. and he like like and his face like yeah. his rosy yeah. cheeks and like fixes like, his hair. What is this, bro? It's like surgery. I feel like I'm watching a surgeon saving like you know like Siamese twins and <laughs> shit. Like, but bro, when's the last time you watched it? It's been a while. It's been a while, eh? Because yeah. I've, I've heard people talk it's about just it, it's like animation style not aging very not well. Aging. And I wonder I how th- that makes out, like, I wonder what that does for the emotions of it. You know what I mean? Maybe it doesn't hurt it at all, you know? 
Yeah, like you like you connected in the same way. Yeah. Yeah, I imagine. I can imagine it probably would. I you just compensated, you just one. like that's how it was, yeah. you know? Mm. Um, exactly. The sto- if it's a good story, you stay in it. That's what I was going to say. It's like it'll take a second and you'll be like, uh like yeah, yeah. bro have like you watched new rugrats 1999 bro, game the, new, the rugrats movies are so cold back in the day as well bro the new rugrats i, I watched these new reanimated style things it's 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 <laughs> forgetting used to you know you it takes a redesign no or even tom and jerry have you seen the, the tom and i haven't seen the tom and jerry really film yeah. but i think even i, I really want to see that i want to see that tom and jerry thing actually bro and then like in in the real world the new york or some shit yeah, I want to see that I thing actually. For that one. Oh, I would the one like my grades. Yeah. By the way, I don't mind a reboot. In my heart, eh? in my life, eh? I don't know how you guys feel about this. I don't I mind a reboot. I don't mind it, hey, but like I don't, I don't know if I I'm mean, ready to we be came up on a lot now. of reboots. I feel like I'm not ready to see a. I came up on the Charlie's oh Angels reboot. Yeah, we didn't even know that was a reboot. We didn't know. We just thought that was just Charlie's Angels, bro. Charlie's Angels. Drew Barrymore was one of the original Charlie's Angels. Yeah. I was saying the middle, the teens, so pre, pre uni, right, pre teen, like teen you, teen high me, school guy. The okay, what I'll, I'll do my, I think it's still probably like the funniest movie for me, um, the other guys, other watching guys. the other guys as a Will team. Ferrell, oh, okay. you guys, Will I Ferrell. was crying watching Will the and other who? guys, Will and Ferrell Mark Wahlberg, and, uh, Mark Wahlberg. And Mark Wahlberg, uh? yes, I haven't yes. seen this film, and it was Anchor Man, so funny. <laughs> Anchorman was amazing. But you know, Will Ferrell... Bro, Will Ferrell had his... Will Ferrell dominated for some time, bro. That run. Talladega Nights, Step Brothers. Bro. Anchorman. Anchorman. Anchorman was like the Avengers of like comedy guys as well. By the way, bro. But also, I feel like that was like... Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox. It's like a parody of all these music biopics. Starring Will Ferrell? Go watch that tonight. Walk Hard. Walk Hard. No, it's starring John C. Riley. But it's bro, but it has everyone who was in those movies, bro. Yeah. At that time, like it just knocked through the cracks. It just knocked through yeah. the cracks. It's those guys killed very, comedies, very bro. By the way, that that whole school, that whole like Jada Patel, whatever, they yeah. killed they comedy. Improvised too you know much. what? I don't even class. I even these guys were better than Judd. They were better than the Judd group. I'd even say, they bro. They were better. It's like they were. They were. The other one was a bit silly. The Judd Apatow comedy was silly. Mm. But these guys, it was, it was really like, loose. The they're hitting you on the head with comedy. professional. Do you know character in... No one knows what it means, but it's provocative. Gets the people going. Like, the, it was like, there's so many funny For delicious? Oh, man. And then I would say my, like, my young adult movie that I really, really enjoyed... Man, I don't think Steve so. Carell. Steve Carell is one of my favorites. He's so good so in that story, huh? Um, He's another guy who's hustled. Right. Another guy who's jobbed. Real bad man. I would say, um, what is the movie that like left my, you know, like really spun me? Yeah. Um, but I watched. Okay, you know, the, I, I I've missed a lot of the classic movies, so I watched them as I've grown. I watched. Um, what's this Leo movie? It's Leo and. And Mark Ruffalo, not Mark Ruffalo, it's it's a gangster movie. Oh, um, uh, Leo and uh, Matt Damon. And Matt Damon. And Matt Damon, The Departed. 
the departed, departed right the departed yeah, yeah is oh my God. one of the crazy that's again scorsese on oh his rock God. star shit yeah bro crazy movie on his rock star shit yeah bro crazy i need to watch that thing again you know i watched it actually i watched it in oh high school God. i watched it in high school and i was just like fucking i was just so put off by like this these like white bostonian yeah, yeah like, like grimy fucking yeah, just aesthetic yeah, yeah, i was so yeah, tired yeah, of it i was just like i can't do this bro it didn't feel like a scorsese film to me even mm. but now as an adult i'm like bro i yeah I need it's to watch a remake again, i think bro. it's his only remake of a film right because i think he remakes the same film that apparently inspired tarantino to make reservoir dogs reservoir dogs yeah reservoir dogs is it Really? No, uh, no. Yeah. Because um, Infernal Affairs came out like 2002. Oh, he remade Infernal yeah. Affairs. The movie that, yeah, he remade Infernal Affairs. Is this a That's John Chow, a John Woo film? I, I think it is a, I'm not sure who, you're, the cast is very recognizable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've laid yeah, there. Those are like, those are, that's, man, I love The Departed, bro. What a movie. Bruh. Great film. I, I missed that train. I missed yeah, that train. Yeah. You need to go back. Actually, everyone needs to go and watch The Departed. I think that's apparently one of Jack Nicholson's best performances. You guys, you yeah. two need to watch. Walk Hard, The Departed, you've watched it. So what was the other one? Walk Hard, Children of Men. Yes. And then I will say... Oh, and then I think you should both watch The First Halloween... Right, yeah, the first Halloween. Yeah, I've been meaning to actually because there's a new there's and a, then, the reboot and are then the out. thing. Please watch the thing. Right, 1982 or something. Please, the first Halloween is like you, you'll be surprised that it was scary because it's quite slow. It's like mm. a very 70s. It's quite slow, slow yeah. Yeah. but it's it's it it's scary. um. There's tricks in there that are just so clever. Right, it's just so clever. Right, and then the thing is like his opus is just amazing, amazing work. Yeah. Just. Mm. That's everything about it. Have you think has watched Night of the Living Dead? Anthony, I feel like we've talked Night about this. Night of the this. Living Dead. Sounds familiar. It's like, it's the first uh, of the like, Living Dead films. The, I've watched the... What's his name? Zack Snyder remake. Okay. No, that was Dawn of the Dead. That was Dawn of the Dead. Dawn sorry. of the Dead, yeah. So I haven't watched Night of the Living Dead. Night of the Living Dead is the first... Like, one of the first modern, like, zombie films. And it started that whole franchise of Dawn of the Living Dead, Night of the Living Dead, Dawn of the Moon, Dawn of the Life mm. of the Living Dead, Day of the Living Dead. Oh, there's hell of, I've, I mean, I've missed this There's whole. lots of them, there's right. lots of them. But like, this was the original one, right? It's um, set in the 60s, and the protagonist is this black guy who is essentially in this house with all these white folks, and everyone's freaking out because zombies, right? Everyone's yeah, freaking out because there's zombies, zombies outside. And it's just i don't know fucking amazing seeing the 60s movie at the height of all that bullshit with this black guy kind of being the action hero who is kind of finding the solutions yeah, and doing all the shit and doing all the and it's so woke as well when you watch it you're just like what the fuck Bruh. like i won't give away the ending because he's one of the he's like the bong jun ho of that era right he's right so romero so romero made that yeah. yeah. So, no, um, George Romero. George Romero. George Romero. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I would say go exactly and watch, if you haven't there. seen, go and watch A Few Good Men. Me and my dad used to love watching that Okay. Movie. You can handle the you truth. All right. Tom yeah. Cruise and Jack Nicholson. Sick movie. Okay. Um, Kiefer Sutherland is in that. Demi Moore is quite good in that. Yeah, she's really good in that. I should very much watch that. Kevin, Kevin she, Bacon. Kiefer Sutherland. A cousin of mine was doing like a, he's doing drama in school. And he sent me like 
he was preparing for like, like an exam. Yeah. He was like, hey, bro, you make things. I'm saying, you tell me how I'm doing, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, right. And he just did that whole monologue, that whole like, you can't handle, you can't the, truth handle the truth thing. I and want the truth. You can't handle the truth. And it's so funny to watch, but he really like captured it. it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And he's like a scrawny, like at this time, he's like a scrawny 15-year-old, you know, right. doing his best, That's doing true, his, right. you know, oh. you can't handle the truth. <laughs> but he like owned it, bro, it yeah. captured him. Good for you. Okay. Yeah, I like that. Sick. Y- you only guys like ever do Lambda? Movie. Yeah, I did, I did Lambda up to... <laughs> I did, I did. I really liked Lambda. Like yeah. really I didn't think I did it for more than a year. I did it for like two, three years. Okay, okay. I think it was literally the only thing in school where I would practice and try and improve my grades right. till like the end of high school right. no bullshit do you think that thing is still with you in any way do you think any of that lambda uh, shit yeah i think like public speaking i use the same yeah bro like public speaking just for context how do you describe talking, to, uh, describe lambda to people to lambda yeah how lambda how is like vocational skills like like uh drama skills yeah public speaking vocational skills i've never had anyone describe it as like, that but as sure man fair yeah, enough right? like, if, yeah, you're yeah, the, if you're in the arts yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. You, you could learn some carpentry you could learn some plumbing you could learn some drama i love it i love yeah, it yeah that's um, yeah. yeah yeah it was Lambda. really good for public speaking for me man like I feel like that's a thing that I've n- I haven't struggled with in this life because of because of lambda, right? Yeah. 100%. I think I was already Bruh. a chatty nigga from yeah, there yeah. and then lambda just kind of gives you a method to the madness. It's literally a class where you could just be your best that nigga, yeah, you know. Yeah, like I can talk my shit for real. Okay, Malcolm. Bro. We we're trying to start we missed we actually missed the last episode though. We're supposed to be doing a trivia basketball trivia uh-huh. because this is supposed to be a basketball. Hey, podcast. let's do <laughs> it. Oh yeah, and it's gonna be oriented towards you. Let's do it. Just know I know nothing. Some cinematic ones. Okay. Yeah, we'll throw in some cinematic ones. (laughs) We can do like, uh, you know, we'll see. Let's let's see. Hey, bro, I'm unafraid to fail. Yeah, that's the spirit. This is what I like. (laughs) All the smoke. Let's do it. Okay. How does this go? Um, it'll be MCQs. Okay. And one way or another, basketball related. Okay. So. Who, um, which of these rappers had a, had a, at least one game in the NBA or had an NBA contract? Right. Are you giving me options? I'm going to give you the options. Uh-huh. A, is it Snoop Dogg? Uh-huh. B, the notorious B.I.G. Uh-huh. C, Dr. Dre. Uh-huh. And D, Master P. Oh, man. Yeah, it's definitely Master P. Yeah? That's 100% Master P. Master P? Yeah, that's my answer. Uh, Ding, ding, ding. That is correct. That is correct. Bro, you know, I did, but you almost threw me off with Snoop there for a second. I was trying to, you know, I was trying to get some tall guys in there. Because I feel like that Master P fact is very specific. That's yeah, a very specific people kind fight. of know Master P for like hustling in every and always. Doing all the things. How is he in? How did he have an NBA contract? He did bro, all the things. Was, for being tall, bro. I feel like, yeah. was he good? Or I mean, was he just tall? I'm not sure. I know. I <laughs> he mean, he must have been high. Must have been. Yeah. He could hold his own. Played in. There was a thing that he played in that made him get that situation. Yeah. Okay. And I have another one here for you. Uh, uh-huh. That's so you one for one, right? All now. right. I see. So is this, which of these is not a pass used in basketball? Mm. A chest pass, mm-hmm. an overhead pass, mm-hmm. a backward pass, mm-hmm. and a bounce pass. Whoa! So a backward pass. Time. We can go with chest pass, uh-huh. overhead pass, uh-huh. 
backward pass and a bounce pass. Because, bro, I'm just like mentally, I feel like I've seen niggas in basketball do all of these things. Right. <laughs> exactly. It's like, so I'm like, yeah. I don't know if any of these is even illegal. Okay. Like no, the, I'll tell you what. None of them are illegal. Right. It's just three of the four are like known things like, that are do, think, done in like a ba- chobo right or like you know like uh, i want to go with the back the with the, the back the backward, backward pass backward pass yeah backward pass for 200 dollars ding 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 yeah hello yeah. okay, hello we have a young a young uh, oh, uh, on the streak it's a streak now i hope that didn't jinx it uh huh all right so on the topic of basketball uh-huh. cinema, you know what I mean? Ooh. In the... Mm, uh-huh, let me get the year correct before I... Before I Anthony, I don't know. You've been quiet. In the 1992... In 1992. And the... T- or uh, I should say, which actor appeared in both 1992's White Men Can't Jump mm-hmm. and 2008's Semi-Pro? Semi-Pro. <sighs> Which one is semi-pro? Semi-pro is the Will Ferrell basketball, though. Because honestly, I only know two people that were in White Men Can't Jump. So it's either mm-hmm. one mm-hmm. of them. Woody Harrelson or... Or uh, Wesley Snipes. And I am going to go... Yeah, those are only two names I know in that. I haven't seen that film. Um, uh, I am okay, thinking... So in, I'm going to do Pinky there, Pinky uh, Ponky, bro. It's not this one, eh? This one is... You have to guess that guy. Ah, no. <laughs> Anthony came off the bench for this one. No. He said, "No, we're ending no. this streak." Come on now. He said, Come we're on ending now. this streak. Okay, it's not, cool. it's, it's not. It's not. Uh, let's see. Let's see your answers. Is semi pro a basketball? Semi pro basketball film? Because I feel like Brian's also feeling the pressure. No it's semi pro basketball, basketball film as well. A very funny basketball film. It's in that run of movies we're talking about. Right. It's right. Very very it's funny. It's I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say Woody Harrelson. I'm gonna say Woody Harrelson. Is it a ball player? Can I phone uh, No, it's not a ball player. It's an actor. It's an actor. I'm going to say Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn was not mm. an actor. He wasn't in uh, White Man Can't Jump, though. He was too young. Mm. Uh, an actor. Um, Wesley Snipes. Wesley Snipes. Guys. Malcolm is three for three. Hey! <laughs> uh-huh. Really? Ding ding ding! Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson. Yeah. No Woody Harrelson. Yeah. What? Ding ding ding! Hey, bro. Shit. <laughs> okay. Basketball trivia. Yeah. Huh? Damn. Let's go. Three. Okay, this I'm excited now, guys. Even if you. How many questions you, do we have? It's five. Oh, do you want to stop the count now? We can stop no, the count. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? Even if you lose now, you you have equaled the best. So, are you serious? So far, so okay. Nice. Who's, who's, do you have a do you have a table? Do you have a yeah, rankings? Yeah, well, we've done it with Lons and with Lona and uh, mm-hmm. Fidel. Okay, okay. Both of them had three for five. Both, okay. No, Lona had two. So All Fidel, right. You're, turned, you're tied with Fidel. Three now. for five. Okay. Fidel, they're on your ass, boy. Okay. Okay. The next two are multiple choices. Yeah. Okay. okay. In um. Let me see here. Let me see here. Let me see here. Uh, what is the name in what is the name of um, Ray Allen, mm-hmm. NBA, NBA former NBA superstar Ray Allen, mm-hmm. in the I don't know which movie in Spike Lee's He Got Game. He got game. He got game. Yeah. Multiple choice of um, options. Choice. Yeah. Multiple choice. Okay. Yeah. I'll give you. I'll give you multiple yeah. choice. Okay. I'll, yeah. Multiple is it? Choice. Is it so the first name is Ed Monix? Mm-hmm. Ed Monix, B, 
Moses Jenkins, mm -hmm. C Jesus Shuttlesworth, mm -hmm. and D Ted Ted Jackson. Mm. So it's Ed Monix, mm -hmm. Moses Jenkins, mm -hmm. Jesus Shuttlesworth, mm -hmm. and Ted Jackson. I want to go with Jesus, Jesus Shuttlesworth. Jesus Shuttlesworth for $10,000 computer. Bing, 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 bing. What? Are you serious? Oh my God. Did you have like a thingy? No, you just hesitated around the other ones. It was just the other ones you were thinking about them. But Jesus Shuttlesworth, eh? It, yep, it was too smooth for something that know, crazy, it bro. Too, it's too, it's too, it's too cinematic. <laughs> hey, bro. Yeah, I, for a Spike like Lee film, eh? I was just like, yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> uh, damn. I, I, okay. oh, I go on, I go on, I go okay. on, I go on, I go on. Multiple choice, Anthony. I go on, I'm definitely not gonna get. Go. I'll give you multiple choice. I'll give you multiple choice. <laughs> um, in the climactic scene of 2019's Uncut Gems. Mm -hmm. Oh shit. Have you seen Uncut Gems? Yes, I have. Okay. Uh -huh. You have? I have. All right. So, in the climactic scene of 2019's Uncut Gems, mm -hmm. the character played by Adam Sandler is gambling on a game between the Boston Celtics and, and which oh other <laughs> team? Damn. Okay, what are my options? That's All right. crazy. The Chicago Bulls. Mm -hmm. I have no idea. The New York Knicks. Mm -hmm. And the Miami Heat. You wanna throw in just one more just to muddy the water? I'll throw in another one. Um, but okay. you know that the last one um, is because it wasn't in the first three. Mm. Yeah, so what I'll do is I'll say this. this. I'll say this. The Miami Heat, the Denver Nuggets, the New York Knicks, mm -hmm. the Lakers, four. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like teams now. Or? The New Orleans Pelicans. Okay. In those options, in those like seven options. I was just trying to remember what to say the name. Not, the last one was not uh, to me. I was just trying to remember how to say the name. Okay. Um, I'm going to say the New York Knicks. The New York Knicks. Were they always the New York Knicks? Wait. Is that a recent thing? No, is that a thing that has changed recently? No, they've always been the, yeah, they've always been been the New York Knicks. Always been the New York Knicks. The Brooklyn Nets, they used to be New Jersey Nets. Ah, okay, yeah. yeah. I'm going Wait, with... Wait, and even the Pelicans used to be something else. The Hornets. The New Orleans Hornets. But now it's the Pelicans. The New Orleans Hornets. Hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When CP was there, no. was the Didn't Hornets. No, did they go somewhere else? Who? The Hornets? The Pelicans. Didn't the Hornets go somewhere else? Yeah, they left from New Orleans to Charlotte. Is that for? Like, is it a long ride like, to, to shift? <laughs> is it? A I don't know. Where is where is Charlotte's uh, in? Uh, those are uh, no, they are both on the east coast, I think. Yeah. Yeah. No, New Orleans is in the west, like up down. New right. Orleans is in the no, it's in the middle, bro. It's like Florida's like uh, sticking out like this, and New Orleans is like here. Yeah, but I mean, in the in the NBA, the New Orleans is in the west. They play in the Western Conference. Either way, guys, my answer is the New York Knicks. Man, and trust and believe this is like across a damn okay. continent, so it's an interesting thing. I think the problem is that I'm right. I think that's yeah, why Anthony is taking a lot of time. I think that's the problem. Oh, no, no. <laughs> you see, you know, wh what, I was, what I was gambling on is fucked up. I need to give you new answers. <laughs> <laughs> new answers. 
no, no, no. But that's, I was right, right? No, no, one, no, more no, time, no, one more time. No, I was right. No, I was right. No, you weren't. You weren't. One more time. No, you were wrong. You were wrong. Oh, word? Okay. Uh, one more but time. But I shouldn't tell you you were wrong because I don't want to. You know what I mean? Okay, fine. Okay. So I'm going to eliminate the next from it the line. Yeah, the right? next aren't there anymore. Okay. Okay. So, uh, let me bring a list of teams so I really give you a <laughs> Okay. Um, so just let me take it. Just to reiterate the question for the audience. Right, right. It's like when someone almost beats this in the climactic <laughs> scene <laughs> with ten million dollars or twelve million dollars on the line. Doom, 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 doom. In the uh, uh, 2019's Uncut Gems. The game is played between the Boston Celtics and which team? I'll give you five options. Okay. Yeah, the Milwaukee Bucks. The Philadelphia 76ers. The Chicago Bulls. The Miami Heat. And the Phoenix Suns. Fuck. What is your final answer? Yeah. <laughs> I'm only sons. Ooh, is that your final answer? That's my final answer. Computer. Phoenix Suns for one. You are incorrect! <laughs> ah, is it the 76ers? Is it the 76ers? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it, was. <laughs> it had to be one of the new ones. <laughs> Like if you hadn't mentioned the fucking sons, I was you so confident. Done, I was, I was good, bro. Ooh. Ah, you fucked me up with the fifth option, bro. Oh my god. Ooh. Oh my Ooh. god. Thank God. We can't have. We can't have like. I couldn't let this man <laughs> come out. Five for five. What are you talking? Oh we are the champions. Yeah, so let's come up, bro. Still, it's top of the leaderboard. Uh, it's not hundred percent, but it's number one. Yeah. Ooh, I'd like to thank my mom. <laughs> I like to yeah. thank. The best. I'd like to thank Spike Lee. I'd like to thank everyone that <laughs> got me Spike here. Lee. Fucking. I'd like to thank The Last Dance for even knowing what any of these goddamn teams. Mama. For knowing what a goddamn conference yeah. is. Yeah. You, know, you know, shout out shout everybody. Out shout out Michael Jordan and his dwindling ego for putting that shit out, bro. Because you know what? That shit was great. That shit got us through. Everybody with yellow eyes. That man needs to stop drinking whiskey and smoking <laughs> cigars. Smoking Listen. cigars, bro. Yo, come on, cheese eyes. Bro. Cottage cheese eyes, ass. He looks like the crying Jordan meme just all the time. All the time, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's just that's just how his, his eyes head is bro. shinier and his eyes are yellower. <laughs> He's crying that he couldn't like take more money from Republican. Campbell, <laughs> <laughs> damn it! <laughs> uh, 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 man, Malcolm, he probably just lost me, like a house to his driver, right, bro. Uh, right? I feel like he probably just lost. Something. You know what I mean? He's probably He's bet fucking bro. ninety million on like which on way the shit. wind is gonna yeah. blow the grass in this garden. Come losing. Double nothing. I don't know if it was. I don't know if it was the Chappelle show or what. They were doing this thing of like, you know that like that guy who with the shrug meme. I don't know who he was in the thing. The white guy with like very white hair and he kept doing the shruggy meme. In the Chappelle show. In the, no, in the last dance. I think it was like his security or his uh, driver or something. Yeah, he was like, bro. He was a security guard at right, the Bulls Arena. Right. This is great SNL sketch about him just fucking losing everything to Jordan, and oh, no. that's who Michael Jordan fucking was, <laughs> bro. <laughs> bro, that's yeah. the thing. We watched him win, you know, a yeah. hundred dollars or whatever from him on the video. But he would take that guy's house. Yeah. And like, yeah. like gamble <laughs> him out of house and He'd home. He'd be so happy no to hesitation. do it. Yeah, and he'd enjoy it. <laughs> it would be the best part. 
Yeah. But, man, Malcolm, thank you so much for coming, bro. Blessings, guys. It's Thanks been, for having me. It's been a fun time for sure. Thanks for having me, guys. More blessings. Thanks for sharing this shit with us. It's been nice doing this thing with you guys. Bro. Yeah, like, man. I, honestly, the dynamic in the studio is also amazing. Ooh, tell the people the vibes they immaculated here. Yeah, yeah bro. Really, <laughs> thank you very much. Very these guys much. don't sound like these guys don't sound like it's late night radio for nothing, yeah. bro. <laughs> the sultry sounds of the elbow room podcast. Um, we do plugs at the end, bro. Do you have anything to plug? Any music? Any uh? any films 100% bro you just you must just have to stop me actually yeah no 100% go one time um i just dropped um, a bunch of merch for uh, my feedback single hey. featuring slickback and mr mankwa nice. that's at about 58000 views and we thought we'd make some money off you guys for that reason Please. we're dropping some t-shirts and hoodies they're out now nice. dm me on all my social media to get that um it's uh it's dms um on social media only so on far on twitter and on instagram what are those get them uh, your ads those are at mr bijamano at m-r-b-i-g-y-e-m-a-n-o you're gonna see it in the links and in yeah. the captions for this video for this uh podcast but also i'm dropping some music soon i'm dropping um a project called the party pack the party pack let's go October. stay tuned the box is coming let's soon go, let's watch out for the box that's all i'm Get gonna say watch out packs. for the box wait for the box Ooh, mysterious mysterious Ooh, that's my and simple yeah uh, and anything Call to plug? security! <laughs> um, yo, follow me on my personal Instagram if you don't. You guys don't follow Anthony on Instagram. Come it's on my now. name. Imagine. At Anthony Bearhanger. Actually, follow me on Snapchat. Uh, Jackfruit Jones on Snapchat. Jack there, don't follow my personal Instagram. I don't know you. <laughs> um, I would say go and watch Mali, the Mali documentary on since we're talking about Bob Marley, let's go and watch the Marley documentary on Netflix. That what shit up. is crack cocaine. So good. So fucking Yeah, good. really, really yeah. dope. Watch Children of Men. Watch Children of Men, guys. And watch who the hell is Mr. Mankwa when, while you're at it. If yeah. you're just out there looking for something to watch, watch <laughs> who the hell is Mr. Mankwa. Come on. And Siri Kawari Touch. You guys should check that out. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, follow, subscribe. It's a movie. It's a movie out here. In GTA with his music in the background. Run it. I want to see you guys driving the speed limit on GTA. Run it. Listening to feedback. We have a new challenge. If you have GTA and you have his, uh, and you've updated and you have his song on his radio station, which is called? I forgot. What's the name of the station? Oh my God. We're going to put the link down. Yeah. But we want clips. Anyone who plays GTA, we want clips of you bumping your shit. And we want it to be playing while you, preferably while you're killing someone innocent. Somebody said it's a murder. Murder was the case. Pregnant women. Primary. That Malcolm guy. Thanks for having me, guys. More blessings. And uh, yeah, man, I can't wait to be back.